Hello, Friday, December 16th, the Pat McAfee Show. I'm AJ Hawk. I'm not Pat McAfee sitting in for Pat as he was in Seattle. He's in Vegas this morning. Football is what he was watching last night up in the booth, wasn't he, boys? Thursday night football on Amazon Prime, Prime Video. Still not sure exactly how they want us to speak about that, but 49ers obviously win 21-13 over the Seahawks. Ty, first impressions of the game. Brock Purdy obviously plays very, very well. Mm Kind of continues what we have seen him do earlier this season. What do you think of the game? They're just very, very good. Their defense is so good. I mean, Kills people, too. Cause mm-hmm. bump. Man, sorry to cut you off, Ty, but their defense gets me excited. Even that yeah, and yeah. just, like, you know, when when they did have opportunities, like when they protected Geno, like the windows are just so tight. Like, they just – they're unbelievable on the back end. Their linebackers are unbelievable. They get pressure with their defensive line. Like, although – the Seahawks went down and scored, and it only ended up being an eight-point game. Like, at no point last night did it feel like the, Se- uh, the Seahawks had any chance to win that game. Like, the Niners are just tough, man. They're just very tough. Ooh, and it, just real quick, we got to make sure, guys, what happened last night? We reversed the curse, correct? Yes. Right. Right. Super boost is right. hit. He hit in the first half. Woo. Are you kidding me? Diggs, this is for you. What? Credit to you. I know Pat put it together. I don't know who put it together. No, Pat, Pat did. Pat put this one together and said, I want to swing big, right? And it was, oh, yeah. What was the odds again? Plus 750. Yeah. Plus 750. It feels good, doesn't it? Now, we're, on, now we're back on track. Who's doing Sunday? Pat. Oh, Pat, yeah. Pat's Pat doing Sunday. Yeah, you got to keep going. Hot of hands. course. <clears throat> That's amazing. This thing happens right before the first half ends, right? Uh-huh. What does it say? They'll be paying out... More than seven point seven million dollars thanks yeah. to this super boost. It's uh-huh. a big hit. Look at this. Let's Good go. job. Congrats. Oh man, Pat will be with us actually here in a little bit. He uh, we talked to him a little bit ago from his hotel in Vegas. He had a late night flying back from Seattle. He was out at the game with with Kirk and Al and the whole crew. So he'll join us here shortly. But uh, as far as the game goes with McCaffrey, that dude obviously. Like he brings a whole different world to this offense. Oh, if yeah. you just see what he can do, the fact when he put his foot in the ground, he's boom, he's downhill. And with this offensive line, this the one play that ended the game where they ran down to the one or two uh-huh. yard line. I I was talking to the boys a little bit earlier. Jeff Swartz actually um, broke it down online. He showed you this is like the most perfectly blocked play ever. And he went through each position and I'm like, yeah, pretty much. You had to make one dude miss, and then boom, off to the races. Here yep. we go, make that safety miss, and we're gone. Some people say he should have maybe slid went. down, went in, went down. I don't. I he absolutely. Slowed down. He I don't blame him. Down. Yeah, he did. He didn't want to go yeah, to bounce. Yeah, yeah. So, so rookie running back. Let him get. How do you not? End zone. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you get the, first off. You're getting the ball here as a rookie running back, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm I'm going to score. This yeah. is unbelievable. He probably felt the whole crowd just go silent yeah. too as they're standing up to walk out when they see this happening, and then he gets knocked out of bounds. Whatever. Luckily, they still nothing happened they win maybe he could have gone a little low and dope for the pylon possibly yeah maybe, maybe. i mean give the Who guy cares? a break i give him a i absolutely i, you're t- I, I mean you're tired score, you man. that far you're tired yeah, yeah. it's five yard right? scamper talk her out in seattle fourth quarter i'll talk her out it's a little cold how did, how did pat do he was up in the booth he didn't get to prowl the sidelines did he no i, I know, didn't have I didn't enough see. passes yeah i only I had see. like two thousand of them oh really mm-hmm. he, he was 2001 on the yeah, list of getting them close but yeah really what'd you think of the game con man uh i mean yeah like ties to the niners, Can the niners win it all absolutely uh with brock purdy i think yeah with brock purdy and that's kind of what i drew from it is you know they're without debo like it, it's it's almost more so like a credit to what shanahan does like you can say like yeah he makes it very easy on his quarterback he also makes it very easy on his running back he also makes it really easy on his tight end like everybody that is on that offense is playing very well but they're also all in unbelievable positions to make plays like i don't know what shanahan does in the offseason if he just makes new shit like andy reed does 
But what he's doing is unbelievable. I mean, the fact that they're on their third quarterback and they've won seven straight games is one thing. Uh, and also, you think about how many coaches Shanahan has lost every year yeah. for the last, like, three seasons. Bob, people forget Bob Sala. Uh-huh. They're like, yeah. oh, their defense, when Bob Sala leaves, they're not going to be uh-huh. the same. Exactly. Oh, okay. Now we have another guy that's probably going to become a head coach within exactly. months, right? And D'Amico yeah. Ryan. Oh, yeah. For sure. He's getting pumped up. D'Amico and I came in, I think, at the same time uh, in the same draft class. And, man, what a, he was a class act from, from the jump. I remember seeing him at a few college things, always, like, super smart. Even back in, when you're dumb and in college, all of us are meeting up with these things, and you're thinking, okay, our 21-year-old brains. D'Amico just always seemed a lot more mature and older than us, even yeah. though he was our age about. So, well, I, I mean, that's just the 49ers way. You know, they only get guys who are older and mature. But we were talking about <laughs> it before the show, like, if you're the Seahawks, obviously you're seven and seven. You've definitely overperformed on the season, and Geno Smith played, you know, very, very well. But like, if you're in that, you know, top ten pick range, and you have a quarterback who you can still give a two or three year deal, we were talking about like, is Geno Smith going to get a five year deal? Like, is he worth the no, five it, year in investment? I can't. He's thirty three years old, correct? Yeah, thirty two, thirty three, around there. Right? Mm-hmm. Would you give him a five year deal? No. Uh, no. Would you give any thirty three year old a five year deal? No. I mean, a quarterback position is different than every depends. other position, but still, it depends you, on which quarterback. And it depends what that five years looks like. Is there an opt out after like two for the team? Where there's a lot of these contracts with quarterbacks. Yeah. After like two, it's really a two year deal with an option after that if the team wants to keep him around. I would imagine after the, this Russ deal too, a lot of teams are going to take a long hard look at it before because I think he was thirty three. You know when they mm-hmm. did that deal, and it's like, hey, this is a guy who. Everyone, you know, he's supposed to be like a first ballot Hall of Famer, and we've yeah. seen what he's done this year. Like, that going out there and playing the way like Brady and like Rodgers and some of these other guys have when they get a little bit older, like, that is not the norm. Like, those, no. those guys are outliers. And I think just because that is the case for a couple guys, like, that doesn't mean that, like, there is no reason for the Seahawks to give Geno a five year deal. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you know, at I mean, all. Yeah. And well, like, what do you think they want? To, they want to throw out there maybe a two year deal? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, two. we'll put some good incentives in here. We'll give you a good chunk of money guaranteed, but we can't commit for five years. Right. Yeah. So he can start next year and he's, he's, you know, making more money than he ever has in the league. And if they draft a guy, it doesn't put a bunch of, you know, shit on his shoulders. Like, yeah. hey, you have to go out and win right away in a tough division like that. Like, I, I think that makes the most sense because the last thing you want to do especially with like John Schneider has played this entire situation perfectly and then mm. to give Gino a five-year deal and if he plays like shit next year then you're kind of, it's like oh well we made a massive mistake and now we're mm-hmm. now we're tied to this guy yeah if you're in five-year deal too do you just say okay fuck it like we'll be in the top 10 as far as drafting next year so we'll be able to draft a quarterback then like it feels like no matter what and yeah. we we're saying this with the Lions like even though Goff played unbelievable very similar situation to Seattle. Geno's played unbelievable. Do you expect to have a top 10 pick every year? Like, are you going into next season saying, hey, is a win-win because we'll either be good or we'll be terrible and we'll be able to get a quarterback? Or do you just use the picks that, you know, were traded to them? Because yeah. I believe they both have two first-round picks. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. use that first. Good spot. Yeah, use that top 10 pick to just get a quarterback and then, you know, see if he's a guy. And, you know, obviously you can say, well, San Francisco, they didn't have to do that with Trey Lance because they can put any guy like Brock Purdy in the system and then they can, you know, go on. But they're not trading up. Like, they've already yeah. – they have, you know, and who knows about the whole won the trade thing because if the Broncos win the Super Bowl next year, then yeah. it's hard to say that Seattle won the trade. But at the moment, like, they have a unbelievable situation where they have a good, you know, veteran quarterback who could be a mentor if you sign him to a two- or three-year deal. And then you have that top-ten pick where you can take a quarterback. That guy doesn't have any pressure. It's like, hey, you're not coming in to be the starter and, like, turn this 
this franchise around. Like, we're already a pretty good team. We need you to come in and be, like, the future, not the immediate right now. Yeah, not, we're not putting the whole franchise on you the day you walk yeah. in the door. Yeah, exactly. Diggs, you were looking at me. You had something. You know, AJ, I just... Yes, I hope this is on camera. No, no, no. It's just, like, it's hard to say, like, with the... You never know. Like, at 33 years old, the guys had one good season. Probably not going to... Well, he's but he's gonna, and he rightfully should. Like his agent's gonna go to them and say, oh, "No, look at my look at what we have done. Look at what we have done to this whole. This was supposed to be a rebuilding year. Gino has saved a lot of different things going on here, and like he's really covered up a lot of what could have looked really bad if Gino did play poorly and they lost a ton of games. Like yeah, then Denver looks really bad in Seattle. Like okay, now we're both screwed in this whole situation. But so he's gonna go to the table and try to fight for something. I just don't know what that looks like. I mean. If they pay him twenty mil a year, they can easily do that. Perfect. Yeah. Simple. Right? Yeah. That, but do you that think he'd work. be okay with that? You would hope two, two years, fifty mean, million. Can mean, you do that? Is that a deal? Yeah. What's I, he making this year? I don't know. Like, what if the Seattle? Something I should have looked up. What if Seattle sends him the contract for like two years, twenty million? He doesn't write back. Well, true. They wrote me off, right, Diggs? Yeah. yeah. He, he didn't, didn't write, write back, back though. He didn't. Did he trademark that? I uh, believe he did. Yeah. So what do we have? He has merch and stuff, or what? Probably. Yeah. So go Hats. check that out somewhere. Do we have yeah. to say TM after we say that? Yeah. Or, you da- do. or dash Gino Smith. Mm-hmm. Dash Gino, or, or yeah. give his Twitter like shout out his Twitter account. Yeah. At Smith is the man seven something like right. that. Probably. Oh, that's interesting. TM. Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah, that's what it should be. Uh, but, but with Seattle, like they're seven and seven. If they don't go to the playoffs, what? Are they, what what's their, their how many games they need to win to make the playoffs? You think? What's that, the record well, need to be? They're seven and seven. If the Lions win, then the Lions are seven and seven. If the Packers win, then they're you know Six game. Seattle losing yeah. screwed the Packers though, right? No, no, no. opposite. No, my yeah. bad. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's what we want. They help the Lions. Help they everyone. Have to win out. A lot to happen. But. All these teams now do because, like, I mean, the yeah, the six here we go. And, yeah, here we go. The six, seven seed. They they're playing <clears throat> this weekend in the NFC. Man, this is yeah. This is going to be fun to watch. The last couple of, uh, the, I mean, we're guaranteed the last week to have all kind of games that matter. Aren't yeah. We? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, the last NFC, two weeks. The NFC, I don't think will change uh, after this weekend because. Seattle lost. Like either way, whether it's the Giants or the Commanders, one team will be seven, six, and one, and they're still in that spot. But yeah, if the Lions win, then they're in it. And you know, same with the Packers. Like there are so many different scenarios, and the AFC is the same. This feels like the most, you know, long longest into the season where the those last two spots on both sides are completely up in the air. Because I mean, everybody's five or eight, five and eight, or four and nine. Yeah, like the whole it feels like the whole NFC. Yeah, it's it's wild, and that's why the like, Bears. Bears, Zeta, all Come on. They're, yeah, they're eliminated already, Z. Yeah, we are. Next Move year, on. though. Next year, though, right? Yeah, yeah next so year's much. our year. Justin Fields, there's so much so hope, so much, much potential, money. right? The ceiling. The ceiling is the roof, right? Higher, what did Jordan say? Yeah. Jordan? The floor is the ceiling. The floor yeah. is the ceiling. I get, we get what you're saying, Mike. Where yeah. is Michael Jordan? I've been seeing some of those clips pop up in different podcasts. He's on they, the fucking They MVP talk stories about him. where he's at. Where yeah, he, he is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. right where he should be. So now, from now on, it's the Michael Jordan most valuable player? Yeah, bingo. As it should be. Are they going to change the logo to uh, Kobe? Have you heard? That'd be cool. I don't know. I heard rumblings. Yeah, they did give Jerry West a trophy, so it wouldn't make sense if they changed the logo. Jerry West is the logo, correct? He is still now. Yes. He's still alive. Him and Kobe Kobe were very close, so I'm sure he'd be fine with it. What if he said, like, hey, just wait till I pass and then do it? You think he tells him that? I think he says he doesn't want to be the logo in general. 
Oh, he does. Yeah, he, he does not. He want to seemed be in that uh, exactly in that documentary. He seemed like a bright and pleasant, fun guy. I would be pissed if I was him. Whether he is that person or not, which there's no way he thinks he's the guy that he was portrayed as in the Lakers documentary or docu series. It was off. It was scripted series. Mm-hmm. Okay, scripted well, I mean, series, but it was, it was based on a book. So a lot of people who say, wrote okay, the book. This is yeah, accurate. who did write the book? I don't know. Who like wrote Jeff Perlman. Book. Yeah, was it Genie Bus? Was it Rob Bell? Yeah. It was nope, not was Rob Bell. No. Keanu Reeves over here. Was it Dr. Jerry Bus? It was. I, I don't Dr. think so. Dr. Genie Bus? Huh? Is Genie a doctor? I think. Could be. I sure. don't believe so. She's not? She was in Playboy, though. So, was she really? Really? Genie uh-huh. Bus? Yeah. As she was the owner of the Lakers? Was this was Daughter. Phil in there? Was, was Phil he, wearing a thong next no, to her? Phil yeah, that would have been yep. sweet. Have How you long seen were her and Phil together? Phil Jackson. Remember, he, her, he and Jeannie Buss were an item for a long time. I believe time. they oh, yeah. just an recently item. got divorced. Oh, yeah. Say. <laughs> they were never married. Or they broke no, it off. No, but whatever. they were together. They were going steady for a long time. They right? were going steady for a long <laughs> yeah. time, yeah. They were actually in the, the <laughs> they were in the Shaq documentary together as well at Phil's 17 years they dated. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't tie Phil down. No, Phil doesn't want to wear a ring. He's no. not getting married, is he? wonder what happens after 17 years. He's when already like got 70 six and you break up. Nine of them. Yeah, He's got enough rings. He doesn't need another one. And then he went and became the Knicks GM. Yep. Uh, yeah. Crash and burn pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? What, what did he do wrong? Well, Everything. I, I know yeah, we're bouncing around care. here topic to topic, but I would like to know, we're talking about greatness and elite performers, and Phil Jackson is one of those. Yeah. But he was not with the Knicks. No, he wasn't with the Knicks, but you can talk about that with, I mean, we're talking about Jordan. It's not like Jordan has been, you know, the most successful owner with the But Phil uh, went from a, a great, like, legendary coach to a GM that seemed like had no clue, right? Yeah. Oh, he wasn't the GM and coach. He was just a GM. He was just a GM. It's probably tough. He, he, wanted control. he probably wanted to be the coach, too. Well, he needed that guy from Chicago. Yeah, I think he realized that. Security when, guy? When with the curly hair? Yeah, no. hit that guy. That and also when no, you don't have uh, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, Gross. Shaq, and Kobe, it's a little bit tougher to win. You yeah, know, when you got a couple bums who are so? you know, playing in New York, it's a little bit tougher to win basketball games. You think so? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, quick pivot. We'll get that back to the game here quickly when Pat will be with us here in a few minutes, I think. Jim Irsay, you guys already talk about him burning heaters in the back of a golf no. cart at the owners' meetings, just holding court. No. You see who's in the background? No, who? Ian. Is he? Yeah, Rap. Do we have this? Back there. Yeah, he is. Oh, look there at Rap. Rap Sheet's like, he, d- he doesn't want to fully commit to being part of the media scrum, but he wants to hear what Jim has to say. Is that no, what Rap Sheet's? No, he wants to ask him for a cigarette. Yeah. But he wants to drag. Wouldn't it be amazing if Ian was on the back, but he was facing forward, and he's leaning over Jim's shoulder, yeah. smoking his own cigarette? I love that he's got the finger up, like, hold on one second. He was, you know, he, he was monkeying, you know, put him together. Are those Marlboro Blues, or? What do you think? I heard he was a red Those guy. are definitely Marlboro Blues. Blues. Marlboro. I meant Camel Blues. That's Camel Marlboro Blues. Reds right there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it does have that Camel kind of thing. It does. That's why. Now, they have a different kind of filter. Harry tells me he wears classic. these sport coats and ties, and these are like kind of like sweatpants, workout pants, and then some kind of running shoes or whatever. Yeah, I believe yeah. his thing is, yeah, always uh, so awesome. business up top, casual on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Comfortable. Yeah, and have some stupid belt ride all into his stomach and messing around. You don't like belts? I mean, I wear belts. Okay. I don't. Because I have to get the waist really big on my pants so it fits over your cakes and your quads. Sure. Abby knows what I'm talking about, so it's tough. Well, <laughs> mine's actually the complete opposite. I have to have a belt because my waist is so tiny. Otherwise, my pants will just fall down. Oh, yeah, do you, you know how many bones. people despise you after so you hear you saying that? Abby? Can't you just I can all gain weight. I just try whatever oh. I can. Oh. I can't do it. No, what are you going to do? This is me. So it's many people. Born. It's, what do you always say, AJ? It's genetics. Oh, I'm, I'm, very, I'm not saying. I'm not mad at you, Foxy. You, you better go with it. You know, I, I know, first day I met you, I was like, is this dude a male model or does he run the computers over here? <laughs> Why don't you just wear skin-tight jeans? 
Me or Jim? Why don't you? You. Both. I mean, jeans are kind of skin tight now, but they're stretchy. They have stretchy yeah. material. Athletic. You fit. wear skin tight jeans. Like, you're a fit. No. What? What? I used to, and then I fucking started ranching. Why don't you just wear, like, oh. briefs and then paint jeans on your legs? Briefs as in, like, whitey tighties or briefs as in? Yeah. No, boxer briefs. <laughs> boxer briefs. Do, all right. Whitey tighties or whitey tighties? I understand this is a sports show, but do any of you guys wear whitey tighties? No. no. You know how uncomfortable those would have to be? Yeah, probably pretty, pretty terrible. Yeah, I can't imagine ever doing that. I, maybe as a tiny kid I did. I don't, I'm not, you know what, all the boys in the back, I'm not even going to ask you because I'm sure it's true, and there's definitely a couple in there that are, wear streaked whitey tighties every day that are <laughs> BVDs. <laughs> BVDs, like I used to find and sit on the floor in Pistol's closet. Do they exactly. still sell that those? Life. That's the one place where you find them is your, your dad's fucking underwear drawer. But okay, that's, I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Wait, wait Pistol rocks them Do they still make them? No, Pistol doesn't rock them anymore because, yeah. It, I think we gave him enough grief. Like, what are we doing here? There's a lot, more, a, wedgie? a lot more comfortable situations here. Yeah, there are plenty of better options. It makes no sense. There's only better options. And I wore really silk boxers all through high school. Yeah, yeah those were bad. Does uh, I, I loved that. that was the time. That was, that was the time. Wow. I was silk boxers. The most uncomfortable situation ever. Worse is when you accidentally won. had only those for football practice. Yep, that had me pour your, your cup, the Duke cup and jock <laughs> over um, oh, yeah. silk Can't boxers. My coach, if he, my coach would have known, he would have kicked me off the team probably mm-hmm. for how terrible that is. Yeah. How much it doesn't work? Yeah. And, oh yeah, that's awful, man. Well, you played in Green Bay with silk boxers. No, under? High school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. early, I'd say middle, early, late middle school, cheetah print, yeah. early high school. That was the era when when silk boxers they became. Sweet. They sold to Walmart. satin when he went pro. Yeah, you go to you go to Walmart and you could buy like a little bottle of Brute for like oh, yeah. like a dollar, and then some silk boxers for like twenty five cents a piece. You felt you like a real, real you are girl. a Brute guy. You, <laughs> I know. I can. The I green can tell. Brute. Yep. You still yeah. splashing it on your neck. Every morning, I you know what? I might get no. I've got back like into Macaulay Culkin. I got the Michael Jordan cologne back in my arsenal. Oh, I had that as a high school. I got That's it for, worth a lot of money. I got it for days. Christmas like three years in a row, and about six months ago, I ordered two bottles. Bam. You use aftershave? No. Why? Have you ever? I just shaved? figured you would. Or I don't mirror. shave. Like I trim my face with clippers. aqua velva. I would if I needed to, like Kevin McAllister. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Home Alone. That's how I pictured you do. When's the last time you shaved your face, Diggs? Years. Really? I've, I don't think I've ever seen Tony. I actually have a photo of him. I don't shaved. think I've. Eh, have I, I've seen you, Tony. I still got five o'clock shadow in that. You definitely had, didn't have a beard when I first started doing stuff. When I left the corporate world, I left the fucking uh, blade behind. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. I did you? Like, was it a weird thing, like a big ceremony? Did you like throw it and spit at it and put it by your cube? No, I just left it in the shower. Leave and let this it, life behind. Let it rust for a few months mm-hmm. until it started like just becoming weird. Did you have group showers at your old job? Like open showers, like you're on a football team? No. Do any jobs have that? No, I don't think that's a big uh, Any jobs have open showers? I think so. Work at a gym, maybe. Yeah, where's Pat? Is he around? (laughs) Vegas. I just thought he'd want to chime in on this for sure. He's probably so pissed. (laughs) He's sitting there watching it. We are talking about some of the game. The game's great. Zach Wilson's going to start again this week. We'll get to all of that. We absolutely will. But we can't can't jump and really sink our teeth into a whole lot because we're going to have Pat come on. I want to ask him about the game last night, being there in person. It looked okay. What did you guys feel? I remember Debut saying Amazon needs to find a way to bring the crowd noise back into the, the broadcast a little bit more. Ty, did you pay attention to that? Do you think at times I felt like, okay, I can kind of hear the 12s, but it still didn't have that huge, like, consistent, loud feel that I, I feel like big games usually have? Yeah, no, not really. I mean, especially when you hear what everyone says, you know, what that stadium is like. like yeah. it, it, that doesn't really come through on the broadcast, but it hasn't really come through on the broadcast in any of the games this year. And yeah. I remember, like, the – I can't remember. I think you were on the team still, the NFC Championship game when uh, 
the onside kick yeah. up oh, in yeah. Seattle, like watching that on Fox and remembering how fucking loud that yep. was on like the TV copy. Like it's insane. They just have like, do they just have more mics than everybody else out there in the crowd and on the field? Like Fox, Fox. has always had it for years. I've always noticed where they've always had, whether they pot it up, whatever it is, it's loud for them. I mean, I just experienced, I would assume that Amazon's still figuring all that kind of stuff out. I mean, this is only what, like the 10th or 12th yeah. game that they've done. Like Fox, Fox knows exactly what to do week in and week out. Like they, they're not running into any of those issues. They also get the game of the week. So like the teams that they also have true. the teams they're going to are usually good, good one point. in their big games. And so. they have Jay Glazer working for them. True. Of course. And you know who else started this whole situation? He's about to jump on here. Pat McAfee. Mr. Pat, what's happening, buddy? Hey. Come on out here. Hey. Where are you? Sir, how are we doing, you boys? Look jacked, good man. You look good. Do I look jocked? Or jocked. 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 Mike sounds great. Everything. We talked about the game a little bit. How was it being there? Let us like what was the atmosphere like being up in the booth? So I heard you guys chit-chatting there a little bit about Amazon not being able to figure out the crowd noise, you know. And I think I, as a spectator of Thursday Night Football for the first however many weeks it's been, I think Ty just said 10. I'm not 100% sure what the actual number is. But I've been watching and wondering the same thing. It's like, hey, kind of sounds a little bit like COVID here. You know what I mean? It <laughs> seems like a little bit seems like a little bit quiet. It almost sounds like there's some pumped-in um, sound from the crowd. And I didn't know what was going to happen last night because it's Seattle, you know? And the reason why I went out there is because good friend of mine, Kirk Herbstreet, who, before I get to anything, I guess, can you go split screen here, Foxy? Um, hey, thanks for your incredibly kind words in that athletic article. You hear me? AJ, oh. I appreciate that. That was very, very nice of you, man. What Honestly, you I didn't know that they spoke to you. T- Ty, thank you for your incredibly oh, kind words. I Ty, Ty gave me a heads up. You know, a couple other people in the article gave me a heads up that they had been reached out to and that there was a reporter, you know, snooping around to mm-hmm. do a tale about me. And Ty told me immediately, Ty, appreciate you fucking road dog, bro. And I appreciate your incredibly kind words, everything you said. AJ, thank you for being so nice. Michael Cole, thank him so much for fucking being kind and taking time out of his day to talk about me when I'm not even in WWE anymore. Kirk Herbstreet had a quote in there. Can't thank him enough. I, I talked to him last night on a plane ride back from uh, Seattle to Las Vegas. I go, uh, I think there's an article coming out about me tomorrow or whatever. And he goes, really? You know, like, plays dumb. This guy's sitting right next to you. Like, really? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I got a text from uh, Richard Deitch from The Athletic. And he wanted to give me, like, a professional courtesy a couple of days ago. Like, hey, there's an article coming out about you. I asked a bunch of people that you uh, have worked with for some quotes. And I've named you the sports media person of the year for The Athletic and blah, blah, blah. And I was so incredibly grateful and taken back. I didn't know exactly what it was for. But I did know that, like, Ty and a couple other people had given quotes. So, Whenever I was on the plane ride last night, it was, you know, we got here 3 a.m. Eastern, 12.15 uh, local from Seattle over here to Vegas. Hour and 45-minute trip. Seattle's way out there. Oh, hey, oh yeah. Top left. Holy Talk to fuck. Goop. Talk to Goop about that, I know. I think I flew over Gump at one point, actually, because, like, we went into Canada and we came back around it. I know I should have dropped something down and pulled them up. That would have been the right play, but they would have found them, I think, you know, because of how glorious that beard is. But as we were flying back, you know, to Vegas, I, it was the first time I remembered that that article was coming out. I'm like, I wonder if that's out, like, right now, because it's already, like, Friday on Eastern Standard Time. And Herbie goes, what's that? You know, you would think they would ask me something or whatever. I'm like, okay, so I guess they didn't ask Herbie. Then I started, like, wondering, like, what's it going to be? Jimmy Gallero, not, uh, Jimmy G from – uh, game day spent time out of his life to say something nice and tell a story about me. Drew Gallagher, 
Uh, I think he's the producer of both game day basketball and game day football. He spent time out of his life to say something uh, nice about me. I can't thank everybody enough for spending time out of their life and fucking saying nice things. I assume that is the last thing anybody would want to do is talk more about me. There's a lot of me. But I appreciate everybody showing their appreciation of what I try to bring, at least, into every single day. So that was a fucking cool thing to just read literally four minutes ago on the shitter here as I was uh, getting ready to come in here. I had to figure out how to get an athletic subscription to watch, to read that <laughs> thing. But I did, and uh, thank you so much to The Athletic for being incredibly kind. This is not something I normally get titled uh, to everybody in my life that took time out of their life to fucking say something nice. It was cool. It's just, you know, with the way the world is right now and with what we've been doing and how busy we've been, it was really cool to read people that I have a lot of respect for saying something nice about me. So, like, I normally hate this type of thing, but fucking thank you, AJ. Thank you, Ty. That was really cool. I needed that this morning, honestly. It felt really good. So thank you, boys, for your time. Hey, Absolutely, man, I think dude. it's awesome. You should, like, you should accept that. Like, you should accept the, the praise or whatever people are saying about you. I think it's easy to shun it and be like, no, 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 uh, whatever. But no, like there's certain things you should accept. Like, absolutely. Like what you've done, what you're doing. So yeah, like people, when people try to say you can't, like, I think it's healthy to be like, you know what? This is cool. Like, I, I appreciate this. Well, the reason why I thought it was cool, and once again, I do not know Richard Deitch. I know, I know of Deitch. Like, I know he is a very prominent sports media person he's been writing for a long time he's been on my twitter feed for a long time and when he says something it normally you know it means something so like hearing that he's involved with it with how accomplished and esteemed he is like thankful that he took time to learn a little bit about me and but to listen to people that i respect and appreciate say things like man that was a really cool morning really really cool morning and especially with the way the year's been very busy not a lot of sleep obviously my wife is pregnant so it's nice to read some stuff for like you know I'm appreciated a little bit and it was uh, it was a uh, it was a cool it was a cool thing it was a very cool thing I'm very thankful for it and now let's move on that Seattle game last night okay and we had our eyes on that super boost didn't we AJ we had our eyes on it felt good yesterday morning we woke up and we were super boost hunting you know we were we were like you know what today seems a little bit different than maybe the days of the past where we had super boost because today it seems like we know what the fuck's gonna happen in this game we're just four days removed from san francisco 49ers proving their dominance and dominating the tampa bay buccaneers who have tom brady making them look amateur and childish and in that same stadium up there lumen field in really far seattle but beautiful views (laughs) seattle they got dog walked by the carolina panthers basically so we had good sense that the Niners were going to cover. They did. We should have put that on the on. We should have put that on the super boost. Ooh. Us choosing not to. Certainly, probably a smart one because we got a plus seven fifty win. But Hell also, huge. I think we should have trusted ourselves a little bit more. We're at the time of year where I think us as a group we should start trusting ourselves. We had a rough year, rough year. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. super boost has been at the pit of misery. Hell, for a long time, maybe 10 weeks, two and a half, some months since our last win there. But we felt confident last night. And when I flew all the way to blue, uh, beautiful Seattle and I get my boots on the ground, I thought I was going to be on the sideline. Yeah, I thought I was oh, yeah. When, did you, when did you learn that you wouldn't be? As I was walking from a parking lot outside the stadium, four miles into the booth, okay? Because <laughs> uh-huh. this stadium is huge. This is one of the largest, like, underground setups I've ever seen for a stadium. Hmm. Walked a long way. Uh, as we're walking through there, the person that's walking me through there, her name was Sydney. She works for NBC and Amazon or whatever. Very nice lady. She was in, in charge of that. I was carrying Herb Street's bag, 
because his bag was in the car that I got picked up in from the airport. He had this like uh, suitcase that has the suit. It like folds up. I don't know. No, shoot 70 pounds. <laughs> shoot her. Shoot 70 pounds. So she started carrying it. And I know like her job is probably to do that. But like I felt like an absolute <laughs> asshole watching her struggle with this. I was like, do you want me? Do you want me to carry that? Like, I know it's your job. I don't want to, like, fucking undercut you and act like you can't do this. Like, that's not something I want to do. But I look like an asshole if you're going to just str- – like, with how big that bag is and I'm walking next to you, I would rather just carry that bag if that's okay. So I carry that – I did not know what I was signing up for. <laughs> At, I, there was almost a time where I had to take a break. Did you give it we back? Walked. You ask you, hey, do you think you could do it a quick next 500 yards for me? Never like, mind. what do you do? No, no, but there was a couple moments where I almost had to ask for, like, a breather. Like, hey, can we take a break? Because it was because switching arms. You know what does she get? worried when you keep switching right arm left arm you throw it over your shoulder this shoulder while you're doing well i had gloves and everything so my <laughs> gloves were big poofy gloves because i thought i was gonna be on the sideline so like get i was almost in like a rear naked choke from the handle at one point because i couldn't get my fucking glove out there so like had to do a walk pass by change of hand and she was like do you need any help i'm like no 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 definitely regretted it the entire time with how heavy <laughs> it was though but as we're walking you know sparking up conversation with people I was like, where are we headed to? You know, where are we headed to? They're like, uh, she was like, up to the booth. I was like, the booth? Okay, sweet. I'm going to be in the booth. She was like, yeah. Um, we had like 300 bands for the entire company to get on the sideline. And by the time we found out when you were going, those 300 bands were already given away. So you're not going to be able to go to the sideline. Uh, you will be able to be in the booth, though. So immediately I was like, oh, boots on the ground. Fucked. You know, mm-hmm. like this uh-huh. is. 300? I flew. 300 people got on there on the field? Big company. Seattle. You know what I mean? That's like kind of home base for them. No, but nonetheless, yeah. okay. Yeah. Let's let's move along. So it's at that moment as I'm carrying this like 70 pound suitcase, walking through the stadium, where I'm having a great interaction with everybody. Basically, I'm thinking to myself, the thing is called boots on the ground. And <laughs> as soon as I get here, I'm told like, hey, sorry about it. Boots aren't going to be on the ground. Actually, they're going to be they're going to be up in a booth. So I was like perturbed literally should not have flown here this is a bad idea this is a bad idea then i get into the booth and the way that booth was set up with how large it was and getting to see like the amazon folks are just the mbc they just hired the mbc folks like the people that have been working with al for like literally since 1979 his producer like his producer is a he fred right it wasn't fred there i think fred's done after this year but he's famous Producer, spotter, statter, camera person, um, the booth foods. Like, literally everybody has been with Al Michaels for, like, since 1979. That's a fucking act. I was starting to ask people. Yeah. So I started. So as I was in the middle of that, I'm like, oh, I'm getting the opportunity to sit in this booth with these people that have been a part of, like, Almost every big moment in the history of sports, anywhere that Al's been, which is almost fucking everywhere when it comes to sports world, all these people that I'm getting to watch work have been with them the entire time. And I was right on the fucking 50, you know, because where the, I was, sta- I was in a, I was standing in a perch in the booth, right directly in line with the 50 in my eyesight. The top thing I could see on the other side was the down and distance and the quarter. And it, I had the perfect Literally, I was in the perfect seat for everything that it was. Didn't have any distractions because everybody was in there working. So I was able to, like, watch the game. It was 
I can't thank the Amazon people enough for the hospitality, honestly. Whenever I heard I wasn't getting on the field and I had 300 people that were getting on the field, <laughs> my immediate reaction was like, okay, fuck these people. I will remember <laughs> this. You know, I will remember this if we ever try to get into business or whatever. But I think they were like actually thinking to themselves, hey, not a lot of people get to be in the fucking booth. Like sideline, there's 300 people. You're going to be in the booth up here. It's a big booth. They had roasted chicken in there. Wow. I was eating roasted chicken, crab cakes. I was, I had fuck. It was last night was spectacular. It was <laughs> big. Thank you to the Amazon people for the hospitality. Getting a chance to watch greats work. I walked. I was watching camera people. I had like five questions for them immediately following the game. Like, hey, you were flicking back and forth between blah 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 and blah blah blah. Why were you doing that? And they were just telling me the game basically. Like, oh, we do this. We think about this. We do this. Watching Al Michaels spotter with his binocs. And like what he's looking at right down, what he's looking at, pointing at a board for Al and like all this. It was it was all and then, you know, the best thing of all happens. A little early Christmas gift super mm -hmm. boost. You know, a little plus seven fifty. Hey, plus five fifty to begin with, big bet. That's long odds. That's good payday. Hundred to yeah. win five fifty. Boosted to plus seven fifty. I get a chance to watch incredible let alone herb street has been doing this for fucking 20 years at a high level him just kind of doing his thing and just, it's just being like yeah that's just kirk herb street over there watching him work watching all the amazon people work and then in that first drive where's the ball go for shanahan party throws it to kittle and then he throws it to mccaffrey and then he gives it back to mccaffrey then he gives it back to mccaffrey then he gives it back to mccaffrey and then kittle scores it was like oh my god we were in kyle shanahan's offensive meeting room we knew exactly what was going to happen and when that score takes place after how much we saw them feeding christian mccaffrey i knew that the super boost was going to hit uh -huh. i thought there's no chance that any fuckery takes us out of this one no no purdy was a dog sat in the pocket george kittle not only a road grader but a fantastic receiving option and christian mccaffrey watching him live and in person and we've talked about this before i mean let's not even talk about the composure there of brock purdy with a double pump fake both ways having his back to the defense turning around now you see me now you don't hitting the big kittle the big iowa stud with a hey how you doing keep it moving Are from brock purdy i mean just watching that team go in the first drive I felt very good about the Super Boost. Christian McCaffrey, you know how we chatted about him, like, trying to get hurt, seemingly? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like last year and years past where he is exploding into contact and not looking out for himself at all? He still does that, by the way. It is oh, very, yeah. Watching it live, it is very much like uh, at the end of the game, when they had to win that thing and run the clock out, this dude was running like Chris Fuamatu Maafala. This dude was <laughs> running like Jerome Bettis, dude. He's obviously – there's big – Gaping holes with the way that scheme is and with the way the offensive line is. But at the end of the game, when they were trying to run out that clock, he was hitting three, four people just yeah. right into the middle of it, driving his legs. Like, this guy's a superstar. This guy's incredibly explosive, and he's not scared to do the dirty work. I love that. I love that Niners team watching them in person. Got a little close there late. Thought we were going to have a game. If Brock Purdy's sitting in his own end zone in Seattle, in a divisional game, in prime time, this fucking Mr. Irrelevant guy. Third down, late, in his own end zone. He delivers a strike for a first down. It's like, this dude, this guy's a guy. Mm -hmm. This guy's a guy. I don't know what they're going to do in the future. They're going to be fucked. Yeah. The Niners are going to be fucked no matter what they do. They Obviously, they trade the future of the program to get Trey Lance. But they also used the draft pick on Brock Purdy. And they found a guy at 262 that nobody else was able to find. I hope they are able to like say, like, 
yeah, we did do that. As opposed to what normally happens, which is like we traded away the farm for this guy. So let's give this guy an opportunity. Not that Trey Lance doesn't deserve it, but this dude's a ball player, man. Sliding, staying in bounds, reaching for the first down. Fucking genius. This is all the things you would hope that your quarterback would do. This dude's a rookie quarterback, has moxie. There was no chance this dude was going to play. This is like when Kirk Cousins was at the um, Washington football team that was formerly named something that people don't necessarily uh, love, but there's a lot of merch still out there about. Sure. Whenever Kirk Cousins got drafted, it was like they traded the farm for RG3 at number two. Then we're drafting you in at four. Be a professional. You know, like yeah. trading like a starter and everything like that. It's like Trey Lance had the entire future of the company traded away for him. Jimmy G wasn't even with the team in training camp. Then he comes back like, hey, Purdy. Like, hey, Purdy just had to continue to just be like, I'm a guy, 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 I'm a train, I'm a train, I'm a train. And he's figured it out. Congrats to him. The Seattle Seahawks fans, I think that place is built to be lobbed. Yeah. It is built mm-hmm. like this. Straight that up. That thing straight up Bounces and down. off each other. Hey, who did uh, who raised the 12 flag early on? I know uh, there was a game I played in where Sly Stallone did it, and it got oh, me excited. Oh, I was pumped. Oh. Not sure his connection, so the one th- but... Probably one thing I there. couldn't see was the uh, the flag the raising area over uh, here to the right. Yeah, I could, it was over here to the right. I couldn't see it. I was think it the soccer the, players? Yeah, was it the UFC guy? Because Mighty Mouse, I Demetrius. Saw that. What year? Was he, it Demetrius? He was on, at, on the field at least pregame. I wasn't sure if that oh. was who the fan was for the game. I, I don't know. I do not know if it was who it was over there. I did. I was in the middle of a combo too, so but it got loud. Obviously, as that was happening, it was about to be kickoff, and I was like, "Holy shit, this place is loud!" And it wasn't filled up yet either, so there was still a lot of seats open because five o'clock local. Jeez. You know, yeah, no, of course, that's so tough. People, people are coming out of work and stuff, so before kickoff, it wasn't even filled up yet. People were still getting in, and I sat in some of the traffic that everybody else was sitting in to get to the stadium, which is downtown. It's downtown, okay. north end, I think, of downtown, I believe. Downtown Seattle, I didn't get to see much of it. Drove through it. Seems like a nice Was place. it Puget Sound yeah. right there? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You stop at it's any nice. of the stores out there? You throw any fish? I didn't get to stop at any of this, uh, the dispensaries. I guess Sean Kemp has a dispensary out there. It's really good. I did oh. not get to do that. Ooh. I was quick in and out, quick in and out. Boots on the ground. I was focused. Had a thing. But nonetheless, before it was even filled up, it was loud. And you could tell that it's yeah. an echo. Like, mm-hmm. you're hearing the same yell probably four times. It's coming off that other side. So, like. The volume of sound, I think, in there is just different because it's the same sound kind of put on a choir. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because it's like just banging off and so boom, boom, back and forth. Yeah. Fucking loud, though. I will say it's loud. I don't What was it on TV? I had ears in so I could hear Al and Kirk, talk, which was awesome. Like, I got oh, to hear the sweet. broadcast. There's like a TV right in front of me and nice. I'm sitting on the 50. It was it's last awesome. night was spectacular. Like, very thankful. Yeah, that's way better than a field pass. I think so, too. And Herb Street invited me. Like, I'm very thankful for him doing that. And then it becoming the boots on the ground mission and paying off is obviously fantastic. But, yeah, that was my first time up there. And I could see why people think that's the loudest place, though, because you're hearing the yells like three times. You know what I mean? It's like boom, 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 boom. Hey, boom, boom, boom. What about that Niners D? Okay, so watching them in person, was it – remember, you and I talk all the time. We went to the national championship last year, Alabama, Georgia, and we were watching Georgia's defense and Alabama's defense. And all I could talk about was how fast they were closed on the ball. Like, oh, man, here we go. This is going to be a 15-yard gain. And they stop it for a two-yard gain because they have nine guys swarm and close so much ground. Was it like that watching the Niners last night? So when you're watching the Niners' defense on the field, it is hard not to just immediately acknowledge the pure size (laughs) of fucking Bosa. Hey. He sprawls out too like a fucking predator. That's how you know, he like walks his spr- too, and his his stance is so like long. Is in the leverage he has in his stance, it looks like he just coiled ready to. But yeah, he just looks different. You're right. 
he, he, I don't know if that's for intimidation purposes or not, but he should have probably done that. Like, he does that, by the way, on this play. I think this is the play. I'm not 100% sure. When in the game is this play? That know? was the, that was afterwards. Uh, that's the non penalty. Third quarter. Third? Yeah. Nine minutes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Third quarter. So he gets this sack. Obviously, everybody goes crazy. He does the shrug thing. It's fantastic. He runs over to the sideline. Everybody on the sideline's doing it back to him, by the way. Everybody on the sideline's that's doing sweet. the shrug right back to him like this. It was pretty, it was sick. The next play, he, he just basically, submarines, two offensive linemen and a running back and the quarterback, and is at the bottom of a pile. P- pass happens, but he makes that big-time sack, and then the next play he's at the bottom of a pile. Then the next play he's sprawled out again. He's back in. It's like there's no plays off either. If you're a tackle, do I think the guy did okay? He's a, a rookie tackle. I don't know what his life's going to be like forever. He's going to remember the night he had to fucking take on this thing, though. I assume he was thinking as it was lining up. His legs, dude, this fucking guy's legs are – so large. And I don't, why doesn't everybody do the, like, four-point sprinter stance where it seems like you're the longest hu- – like, I think that's part optics, too. Like, whenever the tackle looks over, and it's like, is that the longest fucking guy of all time? He is – he's a, he's a spectacle. This dude is a spectacle to watch every single play. But then you add in the fact that, you know, there's – Fred Warner, who seemingly has it all figured out before every single snap. Yeah. He's a dog, too, by the way. Him and yeah. DK were getting into it early. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a lot they of barking it. early. Mm-hmm. And there was no there was no backing off either. It was like Fred – there was a – Fred and DK get into it. And he did like – Fred did like an extra – like an extra throw into the ground whenever DK was already getting tackled by somebody else. And Fred wanted to get up and give him like uh, – I know you felt that at the end. And Kenneth Walker like tried to walk like in between him or whatever. And there was like the old shoulder pad, like I'm not getting off my line. It's like walk back to the huddle. Let's not do. Let's not yes. get a 15 yard penalty here. But let's like do that. Fred Warner's a fucking dog. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, he's very good at football. I think he's come on the show. He's probably incredibly polite and good human. He on the field is a dog. dog. I mean, it is that whole team. Greenlaw, you can't me that cause fumble that Greenlaw had. That was a gigantic play. Awesome, Longa. Jeez, Look yeah, at that timing, uh, a minute and three minutes, one minute and three seconds left in the first half. There, what play. a gigantic time! Well, not only a huge oh, play, but the timing of this us. play. Send you in all of a sudden. Here we go. Let's go. It's it was seven three. We're driving. Oh, now we're down 14 three at half. Like, that's a big blow for that Seattle team. As that ball is being scooped oh. right there, I'm up over their head on the Seattle side this way. Watching Pete Carroll run was awesome the whole time. Oh, yeah. We're I'm up there in that booth right above him going tackle him tackle him yeah (laughs) and when he gets tackled at the six it's like we did it because all we needed was the McCaffrey touchdown at that Mm -hmm. point simple it was like we as soon as he gets tackled at the six then he has a five-yard gain on first down it's like here we go unless they give it to use check right they could have gave it to juice there but it felt locked and loaded at that moment the the Niners are going to be a problem for anybody and oh yeah I was talking to Herbie a little bit afterwards you know because the NFC what do we got we got the Eagles Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm We got the Niners. We got mm-hmm. the Cowboys, I guess. Mm-hmm. Vikings could kind of slip back into that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those top but three. That's it. Watching that Niners team, I don't know how anybody beats them. But then I guess I haven't had eyes on the Eagles either. But just like in person watching that Niners team, it's mm-hmm. like this team's different, dude. They're playing different. And I know Seattle almost got back into it. And there's a couple, obviously that fumble and a couple other plays that go their way. Seattle might win it. But that Niners team was fantastic to watch. They hum to the ball. AJ. They play so hard. That's what I okay. That's another oh. thing that note I noticed watching them play every week. 
they play like I'm thinking like if I was a coach, I want my defense to play super hard and fly around to the ball and also but be very disciplined if you see them. Like they look like they're just wild, going crazy, everyone, eleven guys at the ball, but they're leveraged. You'll see, hey, if you're if you're outside in, you are an outside in defender. But guess what? I'm gonna do that 150 miles an hour. If I'm inside out, I'm not gonna screw with my buddy. I'm gonna make sure I'm here. And then it's just like boom, 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 boom. If you catch a ball like that takes its toll on an offense too when you just see like, hey, it's yeah, we got a six yard gain, but that dude absolutely took a beating in that six yard gain. Like that that does take a toll as the game goes on. Yeah, I think Chuck used to say, I, I want to hear like pellets on a tin can. Boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. Like, that's what we need, but we need everybody to be disciplined. And then it's always like the classic, like, want to see 11 in the frame? Yep. 11 in the frame. It means like everybody's rallying to the ball. want to see everybody on the defense team. At the end of this shot, at the end of this tackle, we better see every fucker on the defense in the frame. That means you're rallying to the ball. Running. feels like the Niners just naturally do that. Yep. You know, like there's yeah. – even if a guy's under a pile, somehow by the end of it he's up at him and in there. D'Amico's got the boys flying. Shanahan seems to be one of the coolest guys of all time. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? He, hood he, up, there was some, hood up, flat bill, calling plays, chilling. just super calm all night it felt like. So there was um, a uh, before half, Niners had a fourth and seven. I think, right yep. before a quarter end. Maybe uh, yeah. first quarter? Yeah, five seconds left in the first quarter, and they went, like, hurry up on it. Yeah, they were trying to catch him with 12. Yes. So I, I, did they talk about that on the broadcast? I don't know. I was watching it all unfold, and there was a lot of chaos, and obviously the quarter's about the end, so TV's thinking we got to get to a break here. So I don't know if The entire Niners offense acts – it was almost like the Colts play. It was yeah. almost like the Colts play. Tyron Niners offense runs like they're running off the field. Seattle about to bring punt team on, fourth and seven, whatever. We'll let the clock end, end the quarter, but nonetheless. Shanahan stops them. They all turn back around, start sprinting on. Punt return team halfway on the field for the Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks defense on the field. Probably 19 guys on the field, maybe 18 guys on the field at the time with a lot of this happening because they thought the play was over. Shanahan sends the boys back out. They get a full sprint to the ball. Ref stops Purdy from snapping the ball. Shanahan loses his fucking mind. Shanahan's like, we never subbed. What are you in, like, the quarter end? They, they, they said hard count. Guy jumped off sides afterwards. Uh-huh. They pick up five. They end up punting or whatever. They were trying to get a free shot. They were trying to get a 12-man. That's what they were trying to get there. And Shanahan was furious at the ref for pausing and subbing. And that was, like, a good... I'd say probably three-minute motherfuck session that was happening for Shanahan, and I loved it. I was like, yes, I love that. Like, I enjoy that because the rest of his team is watching him be like, like, stick up for them too. Like, hey, we executed something. You fucked us. We were supposed to get a free play right there. We're supposed to get a free play right before the quarter. Rookie quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, everybody on the same exact page. They get an offsides or whatever, and they end up punting anyways. But I think they were trying to get a free play with 12 man. It was – it was watching them work was cool. I don't know if that was planned or if that was just like Shanahan being like, yo, go, 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 go back. And it was it was cool to watch. It was really cool to watch. I, I saw like their team a lot. I saw some of the stuff from afterwards in the locker room for the Niners. Like, yeah, those dudes, they seem to, to – they would die for each other, it looks like right now. Like, they seem to get along. They love each other. Hell, yeah, whatever they have going, man. Like, it's, I think watching their defense play especially, it's a, it's a special – they're one of those, like, special defenses that you talk about. Oh, remember those guys? And you start naming and you look at a – or you see a picture of that team or that defense and you're like, are you, you just go down the line and you can't believe they have all those players and those monsters at the same time. I think that's what we're watching right now for the Niners' defense. It's legendary, right? This is like a historic run, I feel like, this oh, yeah, defense. Definitely. I, I mean, it feels like – yeah, I don't want to, like, jinx them or whatever, but it definitely feels like they're – 
They're in the, they're in the heart of it right now. Well, I think before last night, what they hadn't given up a touchdown in the second half in like six or seven consecutive games. Like that's ridiculous. What's the most the they've given up this year? Seventeen points, maybe. Is that no, they, really? no, they give up a bunch in Atlanta. I well, didn't Bosa miss some games? Yeah, I think it was twenty-eight fourteen in Atlanta, and I think that that's was the worst? week three or week four. I mean, the issue here is, and obviously they lost Bob Sala, and they were able to replace him with D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's going to get a head coaching opportunity, and it's like, who do they bring in there next? You know, like who is that they have front, under? Is that like who's under D'Amico? Yeah, like who is there? Somebody on staff that's already. I would imagine Kyle always tries to tries to do that to have like the the next one in line, but it's not not that easy. How important is that? That's a big deal, right? D'Amico's a ma- not that the players Huge. aren't important. Players are the most important thing of any team, and yes. we will say that I will say that forever because I was a player. And if you don't have players, you're fucked. Yeah. But I, we've seen a lot of groups that have a lot of good players that don't do well, and D'Amico seemingly has the boys bought in, which is something you have to be. That's why when you see everybody rallying the ball, that means everybody's all in. I don't know if it's D'Amico. I don't know if it's their leadership. Whatever it is, they got it. They need to try to bottle that because I would like to watch this for the next 10 years, dude. It was watching good de- – and I'm from Pittsburgh, you know, so I guess it's kind of ingrained. Blitzburg. The steel curtain and everything uh, like that. And Dick LeBeau. Right. And we're going to hunt. We're going to hunt on the defensive side of the ball. When you're watching a defense do that type of shit, it's some of the best football. It's like not a lot of points, but it's like you're watching high-speed collisions on every single play – because everybody is running full speed. It is. I hope they keep it together. I hope they go on a run. And congrats to the Niners on a big time winning. Congrats to us hitting that Super Bowl. Dude. Hell yeah. Honestly, did you feel the weight off of our shoulder, off our backs there? Did you feel that? I did. I did. Oh, I yeah. Oh, I think all of America felt it. No question. <laughs> they felt it right away. 7.7 mil. Come on. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I had no idea that many people were still betting with us. Thank you. <laughs> uh, if that thing would have came out, like, we will be paying out. I think I won like 11000 on it or 10000 on it. So if they would have came out and said, we are giving out $50,000, I would have been like, makes sense. Yeah, I, would not have been, I would not have been betting alongside us either. So big shout out to everybody and thank you for riding alongside of us. I don't know if people are riding alongside us every single week or if they saw this one, they were like, yeah, this one makes too much sense. Literally every week we had that thought with every Super Boost we put out. And granted, I haven't run it every week. AJ hasn't run it every week. Diggs hasn't run every week. Gumpy hasn't run every week. Connor hasn't run every I mean, like, we've passed that thing around. Every single one of them sounds feasible. Oh, yeah. yeah. I lost a plus 120 last week. So now all of a sudden a plus, what, 750 hits. Like, I couldn't even get a plus 120 to hit. So it's a natural plus 550. So we have to remember that. We hit a plus 550 last night. That's a natural. That's, that's a pretty damn bet. good. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. That, but for that to be the one that gets us out of it and to break the Super Boost curse – I'm pumped up about. That's a good omen. That's good. And all I had to do was fly 45 hours yeah, to, you to do. up uh-huh. left to get there in person. I like the fact that the football gods were like, why don't you earn one? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, dude. Boots on the ground. I'll fucking fly to Canada, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Vink, on the map, Vancouver is like this far away from Seattle. Uh-huh. It's like... Right there. And then Victoria? Is that what? Uh-huh. That's yeah. The, yeah. yeah that's the, is that where Goomp? That's yeah. where Goomp is, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a picture of um, the plane I was on being its tail was in Victoria, and its left wing was in Vancouver, and then the body was right there in Seattle. And it was uh, – I felt like Gumpy was with me. 
You know what I mean? I felt like Gumpy was with me there. And that was a good omen for the fucking boost, too. Gumpy's a good gambler. Those boys, Hammer Down boys, are good gamblers. gamblers. Great gamblers. And there also is a thought path that on, you know, during this week on Monday, we were listening to Jesus Christ songs and we broke bread together as a team. In you know the former house in God's original table, by yeah. The way, too. So it feels as though that oh, we might have swung it then too, and then you put that boost together, and then you know FanDuel lost seven point seven million dollars. Let's go. I didn't even think about all the things we have done yeah. this week to break the curse. I yeah. mean, we we had sage. Remember the sage out? There's sage, right. of course, everywhere. The holiday party? What was the table? You're saying Jesus' original Christmas table? It's a Christmas it's Christmas party. It's Christmas party. Yeah. We, we call it a Christmas party because we're in an old church, remember? Mm-hmm. So we wanted him to know, like, hey, you say, we'll have a holiday party later. We'll have a holiday party later. We're just letting him – we're letting whoever know that this is a Christmas – ask yeah. everybody that was in attendance, are you okay if we call it a Christmas party? We need to do some favors, I think, to the, yeah. the first half mm-hmm. of that word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Jesus. Bill sacrificed a couple animals Did he? for the gods, yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yep. Good on you, Bill. I, when I pulled in today, actually, I drove by Bill? Pat. Bill. Bill. Pat, you know your little thing you said was a garden, and Nick said it was a, uh, a graveyard? Yeah. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I pulled in, and I saw that little thing. It's like a little fence, and it had a cross. I'm like, this does look like a graveyard to yeah. me. Yeah. I looked over. I don't. There may be a few bodies in there. I think it, maybe it was yeah. a graveyard, and then they planted a garden afterwards. That's where Bill eats lunch. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just Jesus. out there by himself in a little folding yeah. chair. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was good. That's where the Holy Spirit is, dude. Mm-hmm. Is it great? Are there dead bodies out there? Yeah, hundreds of them. Oh, it's a dead garden, bro. Uh, it, a garden. Why is the cross on a garden then? Like a cross, it looks like a graveyard. To bless, bless the, the vegetables. Yeah, what are you come fucking on. nuts? For Don't ever come harvest. Like that it doesn't matter. We'll be turn. turning it into a sand volleyball court soon enough. Don't worry. Hell yeah. I don't know if it's that. Listen. Big. Don't be stepping on any we, skulls. That's what it was. <laughs> Can use the skulls as a what ball. if an arm comes out of the ground and like grabs yeah. our ankle and I'm going up for a spike and exactly, then twists yeah. the ankle. Then what? Fair play. It is it is it's it's the first thing you see when you pull in. That's why I never understood why Christ was coming against us for this whole super boost thing, because we had to take the one off the top. And by we it wasn't me. It was no. somebody else that did it. We had to take it off to symbolize we are no longer a church. Like if you need something, don't fucking come here. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we had to actually do well. that. What? A lot of churches do that, don't they? Like, hey, you can't come in. There might be massive floods out there. We have Correct. a giant place. Uh, no, no well, one's allowed in yes. here. No, Just no, massive guy. churches you don't have to pay like 10 grand. Big floods. Oh, well, it depends what business you're yeah. running with God, but I think the standard operation with the Jesus figure is if there's a cross on top of the building, it's a safe place. I had to go to that city council meeting, you know, to rezone the whole thing. There was like certain things we had to do. The gates, one of those things, like, cannot have people thinking, like, They've lost everything, and they're going to come in here, and they're going to find it all. It's like that is something that people were worried about. Like, well, what if people think it's a church, and they're trying to find and have a better life, and it's not? It's like, okay, so now we'll – what's that, pal? Then find a church. Just not – this isn't a church. Exactly. Well, that's the problem, though, is it kind of was for a long time. (laughs) How long was this empty, though? How long was it empty before you got it? Over a year, year and something. Really? I would have liked to see yeah. what it looked like before. Oh, it was. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to shit on Jesus' house. Yeah, but... I mean, I'll say I mean, was there pews and everything? Was there, uh, no was... pews. There were just chairs everywhere. It was yeah. a shit show. I got videos. It was a dump, though. Yeah. Yeah. It had Rats. not been updated Rats everywhere. Time. You yeah. have to give Jesus. Yeah, they were just doing what they were trying to yeah. do. Yeah. There is? There is? Yeah. But There's a basement? There's catacombs. I need to see those. You know, I love there, I love tunnels and bunkers and all that. Yeah, there's catacombs. I think some of that uh, that concrete that's below that Tim said they found. What? 
Yeah, there's something underneath the church. I don't, I don't know. I've never been down there. Can you walk don't open steps? It. Do not open it. Wait, is there like a bunker? Or Could what? be a tomb. I know. Let's check it out. Uh, What's all with dead bodies around the Thunderdome? I, I think that was a garden. They're they're growing tomatoes and stuff. It was That's definitely right. a garden at some point growing because they had great organic soil because they had dead bodies buried there for 500 years. Yeah. 500 <laughs> years? And if they're still there, we should dig them up. Back to the Crusades. Cause they did that in, uh, what was it, Argentina? Why you no. exhume the bodies, Con? In Mexico. Somebody Mexico, did that. Yeah, yeah Mexico. Mexico. They Mexico. exhumed their grandma. Why? They just, just walked her down the street. Yeah, yeah. just wanted to like, go to Baskin Robbins with her one last time. What's her favorite flavor? <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, well, her eyes were you gone. You can't just exhume bodies. Fell yeah, off, yeah, so. you can. Her hair looks they did. Still. Her, her oh, bones. I saw this picture. I thought for sure it was fake. No, that was real? No, no, no. Well, maybe. But the bone structure will hold up. Yeah. That lady's bones pretty strong yeah. pretty strong good jawline good jawline you think good jawline no no it was. it was it was legit and her hair plugs looked still brand new that was her natural hair well, when did this poor lady die 10 years ago yeah mm-hmm. really yeah. <laughs> they ripped her out from the ground put a dress on her oh they did That's right pat, pat what do you think of tom brady getting pissed True. that people reported oh my gosh hold on real quick <laughs> yeah you pause, you pause this up real quick guy do you have this on here what is this this is okay yeah, there's she looks good. Hold on. Yes. All right. I saw this picture. I didn't go any further because I was like, that's not real that they dug this lady up. Is that real? Yeah. Where's her arms? What do you they mean? They ripped them real? off and put her above their They're fucking laying Is somebody the, holding her? Her arms are laying in the castle. Where are her arms in her original photo? They're exactly. acting she like she could her. walk in this picture. Is who's propping yeah, her up? The guy behind her? The other, home alone. She's dead. They have her on a dolly, dude. Weekend at Bernie's, dude. Is she on a dolly? Is this guy dollying her in the back with the red? Yes, he is. Wait, are you serious? He's really yeah, dolling her around look, the street? Yeah, yeah. She's like a cardboard yeah, it's a Jeff cutout. Dunham situation. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> why are we doing? Why did this happen? To fucking... They fucking wanted to see Gramps. Yeah, yeah what do you mean? They missed her. Take Miss her first you, Gam, Gam. Where was this again? Gam Grub. Mexico. Mexico, yeah. Now, aren't they Good worried, though, that no, this no. Is, there's going to be a lot of people that go and dig up their dead grandmas and grandpas because they want to see them? I and wonder if Pat McAfee show told them they could. Fun yeah, fact for her, she has killed over 230 people for the cartel. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> she deserves a good meal at Basket Robbins. <laughs> Dude, look how good her fucking bones are no held up, though. Tell how long has she been dead? Ten years. That's not real. Fuck. Okay. All right, dude. All right. Well, you oh, wish you yeah. dead longer, AJ? What? We we'll there, give you dude. a shovel. Head out Ten back. years is a long time for that lady. Her, her hair to be Ten nice and intact, and just part of her nose is falling off. Well, yeah, she's still in purgatory. <laughs> What's happening? Diggs just said, we'll hand, you, we'll hand you a shovel. Head out back. Did <laughs> you hear what Diggs said yesterday? I had a moment with Diggs. What? Clint Hurt was the name yeah. of the defense coordinator. Yeah. And the way Chuck said it was Clint Hurt. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got digs for like Dig seven says, minutes straight. <laughs> he kept coming back. That's to his it. name. It's awesome. And then Chuck says Clint Hurt or whatever. And Dig starts laughing again. He goes, Clint can be hard to find sometimes. Scan. Scan the sidelines. It's tough to find. I was crying. I stood up and was crying over here in the middle. I still don't know if that's the guy's actual name. I've never heard of that guy in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Hurt. I remember it clearly from my perch. When, yeah. Well, and then you started moving. Uh, Evie, is that a new thing where you could move me around in my little my little box during awesome. Chuck's yeah, segment? I've actually been waiting to use that. That I think was, it was so good awesome. Timing. That was sweet. Oh, Chuck was you so. Know, good. I love Chuck. Chuck doesn't get upset, does he? That guy, we chime in a little bit and he gets some jocularity. I mean, so he, that's the thing. Like through his chemo, he lost his hearing. So oh. like. Not all of it, but goddamn next and near. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think he's ever said that. Like, but, but 
like before the show, he'll be sitting in the think tank over there. And the first couple of weeks, I'll be like, hey, Chuck, do you want blah, blah, blah? Like, over, he's sitting behind me and we're like going through something. I'm like, Chuck, do you want to see this? Da, da, da. And I get no response. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He's like five feet away from me. I turn around. I'm like, Chuck, do you want to, what's that? And I go, holy shit. Do you want this? He was like, my hearing shit. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so like we, we kind of, you got to make sure you make eye contact with him. I think when he's talking, when we plug him in, Nick plugs him in here. I think he has better hearing for us into the microphone. Yeah. But like, there's a lot of stuff I think that just kind of slips by. So like, I think if he would have heard the clit hurt, it's hard to find yesterday. I think he would have had a good time with it. I don't think he heard it. <laughs> no, I don't think. He I don't think he heard it though. I don't no, think. He, he, we I don't think he hears it. a lot. No, he just. I think he hears. No, uh, he's just smart and he knows what he should and shouldn't like respond to. That's why he's. How about he when gets he goes, it. "Hey, that's, yeah. yeah, that's what." Yeah. yeah, we're talking about this morning. Finally, he dropped. Uh, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> it, was, it was about time. It's a little mix of like, yes, he knows it's fun, but he's also pissed. Like, yeah, I, I get yeah. exactly. I understand where he's at, and that's. I, I just want to make sure he's okay. Actually pissed. No, I, I no, just want to. No. He's never actually. I don't Good. think there's anything Good. that can piss Chuck off at this stage of life. You know what I mean? Like he is one of the. I don't. I don't he seems to have it figured out. Over. Doesn't he have it figured out? Like he really does. He was dead, bro. Yeah. He was de- like the things that they were telling us about the leukemia that he had, whenever he was diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Like certainly we have medicine and the people at IU uh, cancer full hospital. Good people down there in Indianapolis. <laughs> I should know their name. I should know their name. But it was there's a lot of money that's been raised. Mm-hmm. They do great work. Dr. Patrick and Dr. There's uh, I forget who they were. I've met them a lot through the Chuck Strong thing. But like the way they were talking about it day one, it didn't sound like this was like a, a layup for him to survive. He was old to it. Not old, but older at the time. Fifty plus. Like bruising was on him. I don't know if they caught it. Like he went immediately into fucking surgery. Like, boom, just like that. We got to do this. Very and then cr- him coming back like 14 weeks later with a whole new mindset. Like I think he's just enjoying life. He's incredibly inspirational, honestly. Like Chuck yeah. is one of those guys, yeah. and I, th- I don't think there's much that gets him pissed off. That's why I think he's enjoying doing this. And for those that are wondering what a team meeting is like, <laughs> I think different coaches have different styles. Ours is a little bit more chirpy than most. Sure. But if you're if your team meeting room is dead, that's not good either. No. You know, so it's like there's miserable. a happy balance. Everybody's miserable yeah, and the coach balance. is just preaching and yelling to the rest of the squad, really. What were your team meetings? Ours was a little bit alive. Like Chuck would Chuck would get demont like start telling a story and like, how about this fucking guy? Like <laughs> this guy does boom, boom, boom. And then somebody in the back of the room went high like a woo. You know, like if we won, obviously, not like if we lose, nobody's doing that. But like energy in a team meeting room is good news. Can't be distracted. You can't like get off course, but energy is a good thing. So Chuck knows it's a show like people are watching, yeah. mm-hmm. but I think he wants to try to keep it as real as possible too for people that are watching. And I think he's done a great job balancing it. And I honestly, when we start going, I fucking start die- like I start really, <laughs> I start really enjoying it. I, I start really laughing my ass off. Yeah. And the information he gives us like the yeah. immediately he special. was talking about. Yeah. 38 mm-hmm. is special for Seattle. And the guy starts the game off with a return out to the 40 for the Seahawks. So it's not a, like, obviously it's a great time, but it's also incredibly informative for how the game is going to go. Like he mentioned Kittle mm-hmm. having a massive game mm-hmm. last year in Seattle. Yep. And then yesterday, you know, he goes on as two touchdowns. It's awesome. He was the, he was the one that locked in the Kittle touchdown oh, uh, nice. into the super boost. And he, he's not a gambler. But like, but he's Italian, so he's, whoa. Yeah, he knows of it. I'm sure he knows of somebody that does it. He does not gamble, 
But we were trying to figure out what exactly we wanted. Love Christian McCaffrey. Diggs chimed in with, like, we should do receiving and rushing yards. It was like, yes, smart. Let's go ahead and piece that thing together. We need another touchdown. Where are we going to go with DK? Where are we going to go with Ty Lockett? Where are we going to try to give the Seattle Seahawks some love? And every time we thought about it, it was like, that Niners defense. How are they going to do anything? Yeah. How are they going to do anything? And then we watched a lot of the game, and I was like, man, we were kind of spot on yeah. with almost everything we are thinking. And the reason why Kittle TD came in is because Chuck literally just came over and goes, you know, last time Kittle played up here, 12 – 12 receptions, 100 and something yards, blah, blah, blah. And it was like he didn't even know we were talking about the Super Boost, but as soon as he said that, it was like, Kittle Thud. Okay. Boom. You just, that's what we're putting in there. We're putting Kittle, and he's been hot as of late. And for a rookie quarterback, tight end is always going to be a safety valve because he's normally inside the hash, close, easy to find, easier throw, especially if you like throwing down the middle like Purdy does. But the play designs, the operation, uh, Chuck has helped us out. Fucking out this year, AJ. What are your team meetings like? Were they? Did McCarthy have the room bumping or no? Yeah, it was. Uh, sometimes we're more lively than others. That's why Chuck does a good job here of when he does finally lose it, yeah, and just freak out and yell and tell yeah. us to shut up. That's real though, because in a, in a good team meeting, <laughs> in a good team meeting, yeah, there will be back and forth, and players are talking, the coaches kind of talking, and so it gets some energy going. But then eventually, we all can know like it crosses mm-hmm. the line, and it gets to a point where it's like, all right. Now this is out of control, and a coach is going to have to you know, raise his voice eventually and be like, hey, you guys ruined a good thing we had going here, basically. <laughs> Just stop being idiots. And that's what I feel like we represent during the meetings with Chuck, kind of honestly, pretty perfectly. Well, abuse leads to restriction. You know, that was classic yeah. Chuck Pagano. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Discipline equals freedom. Jocko Willink. Discipline equals freedom. If you're disciplined with your jocularity, it will continue. <laughs> Hell yeah. Boom. Jocko, by the way, I, seen, I made eyes with him. Where? Las Vegas UFC. Oh, big he's head. sitting over. He's sitting over to the right. That head's like this. I lost eyes with him. Triple H. Triple H was like Jocko's right over there. I'm like, holy shit! I've heard of this man. I've seen clips of him, and we both look over at the same time. And he just so happened to be looking back our direction, and we made a quick eye contact, and I gave him one of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a neck brace on. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> what did he do back? Did he do anything back? He gave us like uh, like uh, one of the, Triple H was next to me, so people were going to respond to Triple H regardless. I don't even know if the guy saw me exist, but yeah, yeah right. I saw him. I'm like, holy fuck, that's an American. Yeah, that's look American. at that. Imagine if he headbutted you. Oh, oh, oh hey, speaking of America, uh oh, national anthem last night mm-hmm. sounded like everybody was singing. Now yeah. a lot of echoing. Ooh. Sounded like a lot of echoing. Who was it? You know what I mean. So I don't know who. Maybe there was a couple people sitting out. But national anthem in Seattle, I did not know. I thought maybe a protester. Yeah. I thought maybe somebody comes and oh, yeah. glues their hand on the field. As I was flying out there and I still thought I was going to be on the field, I was like, holy shit. Oh, you got to tackle him. Yeah, you thought you were going to make a tackle, didn't you? Boom. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, I've been training. I feel good. Like, I can move right now if I have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought, like, what am I doing? Well, I'm going forearm jaw. Yeah. Yeah. Like when oh, I'm laying out, yeah. I'm talking. going forearm jaw laying out. If mm-hmm. it if it comes in my area, we don't know what these fuckers have on them. No. Okay, and also you're protecting the whole stadium. Games. Whole you're stadium. protecting everybody. You're winning dumb prizes. Yeah, <laughs> and there's people that don't believe. Look, the kid run on the field. It's like uh, get the fuck off the field and never come back. Mm-hmm. Actually, and don't be sprinting at people with a smoke thing. Whenever there's 70,000, 80,000 people in here, in our world is the way it is right now. So don't be a fucking asshole. How about that? Like, I understand you're trying to save the world. We appreciate you doing that. But as I was flying out there, I was thinking to myself, like, Seattle, 
prime time. Yep. Oh my God. Yes. There's going to be somebody come on the field. And I'm like, here we go. That rancher's jacket. You know, last time I wore that uh-huh. thing, I walked into a barn, Bobcat Arena, and I took down a steer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And here I am flying to Seattle, boots on the ground, and I'm putting this forearm right here through the jaw. Of a, like, I had a plan. You know what I mean? They're like, have a plan. I had a plan. If that person starts running, I'm in my cowboy boots. So it's going to be a little slick on that turf. But I felt like I was able to – I should be able to get whoever this is. I yep. should be able to get whoever this is. If they come in – I had rules. I'm not going to make this about me. If it's on the other side, let that thing – That know, is good. That's big that's of you. To that really is big of you. But if it comes, okay, into an area where if they have a little – and I'm going to maybe experience something – I'm certainly not dying, A, or getting affected by some psychopath in mm-hmm. Seattle no while I'm watching the Boots on the Ground Super Boots happen. Not a so chance. I had a plan. Didn't happen. Nothing happened. Game went off without a hitch. National Anthem, everybody in Seattle in, that I heard in scene was singing the National Anthem. And I was, like, taken back. I'm like, holy hell, this is a pretty loud National Anthem. Now, stadium's supposed to be loud or whatever. And a lot of people are like, People forget a lot of military up in Seattle. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have a lot of military up there, you know, because mm-hmm. of where it's based. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of military up there. Heard a lot. It was honestly it was one of the most surprising Boeing things I've ever heard. Too, right? yeah. Plus the Sounders fans. The Sounders fans know how to like do it. Boeing so has a huge plant up there. I would, best, I would guess some ex-military people there working at all those plants and everything. That Their aerospace. They have all kind of stuff they're building out there, don't they? Yeah. Bro, I was literally sitting there. I was sitting there looking around, and I was hearing it. And I was like. No offense, Seattle. Like, listen, you do what you got to do. Feel however you want to feel. That's why we are the country we are. Like, you know what I mean? Do it. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, you can however you want to do it. It was a loud. So I think people should remember that. It was a loud singing of the national anthem by the crowd alongside the person who crushed it. I forget who it was. Crushed it. They did a uh, Carissa Thompson, Richard Sherman Jumbotron moment. Oh, oh. what do you mean? Kiss cam or something? <laughs> Not with what? them two, but like a thing. What? What's wrong with you? Jumbotron. When I think of Jumbotron, I just went to the Cavs game. They do the kiss cam. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, who do they do a lot of games. There's a lot of timeouts. Yeah, there's a lot of timeouts. We go to the Colts game. Play for the there's some that Niners. certainly should not do. Uh, last night I saw one of those. It was just uh, Welcome Back, Richard Sherman, Carissa Thompson. Oh, nice. Kind of Carissa Thompson. Thing. You threw her in there. Yeah, okay. She played for those. I know. Me too. I was so confused. I, that's why I was so confused. That's, like, why, you look, that's why you're seeing for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying it though. Like, yeah, I'm just. We're just thinking it out. We're just th- putting our thoughts out there. I got it. Yeah. And I didn't mention it at the time to anybody around me, you know, because that wasn't a conversation. Like, what they're choosing to put up on the board, how they're choosing to go about doing things. Like, that's not a convo I could have with the people around me at the time. Oh. But when Carissa and Richard Sherman were up there at the same time, I was like, fascinating. I bet you Sherman probably was like, we can go at the same time. I assume they presented Sherman like. Hey, Sherm, you're a pretty big part of the whole Legion of Boom. You won the Super Bowl here. Your name's synonymous with this place, and it is a Seahawks game. And you're back for Amazon for the first time. Like, we know you won and played for the Niners, and we know you won to the Bucks and everything like that, but a lot of people remember you strictly as a Seahawks. So, like, we're going to pay you a tribute on the video. At least say hello. Is that okay? And Rich Sherman was like, cool, only if you put Carissa on there? Maybe. We don't know if that happened, oh, but whenever maybe. I saw them both up there, I was like, yeah. damn, Carissa Thompson must have done some real shit here in Seattle. I was, I was like, god damn, Carissa. for her, man. Yeah, did they Congrats show? Carissa. Yeah. Did they show Cam real. Chancellor? Because he was on the pregame show with Sherman, and they got a, I believe they got a pretty loud pop when they oh, showed they him, at least, on the uh, screen. 
I don't know. Before the game, I, did, I didn't get to see much. I was hiking with a uh, a backpack that was mm-hmm. 200, 300 pounds mm-hmm. through the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did. I, I didn't. I don't think I saw him during the game get announced up there. I did see a very new. And AJ, you have to correct me if I'm wrong. A very new stadium jumbotron game take place in Seattle. What? What oh. was the game? So you know, everybody has like the um, the ball and a helmet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fall the helmet. Everybody has that. Everybody does that. Like AJ, once we start, I'm gonna start. If you think of any barrel racing type thing, you got to pick A, B, or C. They're racing down the field, the little animatronic situation or whatever. Yeah. So whenever you play in these games, we're one of the only people that get to see these in like every stadium, you know, because during the break, like unless you're learning something, which I guess AJ could be doing. Me, I'm I'm watching the jumbotron. Like, Let's watch the show that they're doing here. It's all pretty similar games that they have. Kiss Cam normally in NBA games, although it did sneak into the NFL there for a bit. Uh-huh. And I don't know how much football guys loved it or whatever, especially if your defense is on the field before. Uh, mm-hmm. after the intermission that you're coming back from. You know, the timing of the stadium people, what they choose to play. Real thing, real advantage. Last night saw something uh, that I hadn't seen. It was a this or that. They had, like, the red pill, blue pill from Matrix with oh. Keanu Reeves. Okay. okay, so he comes on his screen. Who's bam, he? Right up on his Keanu? Keanu. Keanu Actual Keanu. No, no, no. Just a, a picture of him, Matrix, oh. like, oh, okay. zoomed in more. Okay. Oh, I so thought was he like was bigger. doing specific stuff for the Jumper Charts. No, so here's the thing. Like, okay. yeah, would be sick if they got Keanu Reeves to do this. Red pill, blue pill, okay? And it's this or that. So then it's like um, gingerbread houses at the top. Okay. And then it says like a pile of frosting or a beautiful work of art. Then they go to the next one and it goes, yell for a pile of frosting. And everybody, like there was this. like, I don't I like know, it. maybe one, one one thousandth of the stadium went, and then a beautiful work of art, like one ten thousandth of the stadium said, I, I, I want to let them know. I don't know how often they do that. As somebody that has been to a lot of um, that one, that one wasn't the best. I, I think we should throw that one out. I think we should Was throw that one more out. They just got a better questions, though. It's the execution, right? It's, just have good questions and people will definitely get involved. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could easily just make that. Uh, like what? Uh, I bet Diggs has some good questions. You Gino Smith. Or uh, Brock Purdy. Yeah. 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 Like, like Put the team it, over. Have them boo the other team. They, yeah. Cheer for you. Gino Russell yeah, Wilson. Show like Pete Carroll. Show easy. Pete Carroll and their coach. Yeah. And just have them cheer for, for your coach. Bingo. And I think that would be much better as opposed to like trying to do like internet memes almost. Like yeah. it seemed like they were trying to create an oh, internet yeah. meme. Like listen to the stadium whenever this is put up on there. And I'm like, Let's make let's make sure we remember this is this is an NFL game. Exactly. Okay? Like, yeah, you're right. Keep that you know what I mean? I didn't expect that from this. Everything else I thought was very good. Everything else I thought was very good at the Seattle Stadium, Lumen Field. You know, a lot of teams during those commercial breaks will like use every TV to try to prop up some content. They, because of how good their crowd is, I think, and energy, they had a bunch that just had like the Thursday night football logo on almost like scattered throughout oh. the entire stadium. And then like, there'd be like one jumbotron that would be showing something. And then the place would still be electric. Like, I think they have a real weapon over there. I, I hope they know that, you know, yeah. and I assume they do. They market it a lot, but I think they can stoke the flames a little bit too. Like, I think you could really get that place even louder if possible. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know. I was, you know what I mean? Go I ahead. was super confused when we went to the Colts game and like every time out commercial break was like, like it felt like I was at a Globetrotters game. 
Really? Okay, and Dude, not an, and not an NFL yeah. football. Yeah. NFL doesn't need to do that. I feel no. like. Well, especially the Colts. tones, tones, opinions, and Connor's now apparently <laughs> do not reflect that of his employer and I, and I or his peers. And I do understand though, like trying to market to kids, you know, because you can sell merch to them, and parents have to pay for them. You get a new generation of fans. Like I understand that angle. What's the angle? What's the angle? But I'm a big if you build it, they will come thing. Bingo. Like, yes. You yeah. make that place awesome, like kids are gonna want to be fans. Like everybody's gonna want to be fans because the environment. And I think I think there's some stadiums. Have you ever been to a stadium that you thought like they got it right here? Like I think yeah. like Houston, when I watch what the Houston Texans games and I talk about them a lot. It's loud. They put JJ Watt on that jumbo truck. <laughs> yep. Ten times maybe mm-hmm. every half. Ten times during, and he's on during like, the break. He's on like 35 pages of the program, too, that they, they put in your locker before the game. Like, oh, JJ's yeah. all over that thing. <laughs> I remember like, man, this guy's this is unbelievable what all they the got dudes. going on here. Yeah, everything. All the Does anybody else get a deal down here? I don't, I don't think so. But whatever the case, any, cause so, for, so for those game day programs, all the sponsors of the team, all the advertisers of the team, they get pages in that game day program like that comes with the package like obviously you get a video during like first quarter timeout second quarter timeout third quarter timeout whenever it is you also get a suite probably to the place you get i don't know how the suite thing works but then you also get you know an opportunity to be in that game day program and whenever you you think about what you want your page to be it found like in houston everybody down there was like uh, what do we want to just put up? Well, we should get JJ. What? He was standing on like he was in a local car dealership, local HVAC, local <laughs> I forget like everything. fucking everything. So on the program, he's on every page. But then every commercial break, is the the same package that was purchased is the ones who run the video. Like local companies sponsor all those things. They're the ones I think that either choose what the games are, or what they're not. Hmm. Everyone had JJ Watt's head just fucking. Yep. Slide in. And as soon as it did, everybody, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's fucking go. It was crazy down there. It was, it was brilliant. I don't think you can do that forever, but like, I think more stadiums should be trying to make the fucker absurd. Because why would you go to a, an event nowadays? When it's so awesome at home. home. It's too awesome yeah. at home. You're right. You have to go above and beyond and make this thing just almost bizarre in person. It's just a spectacle, I think. No, no, uh, bizarre. I mean, I mean, in a good way. Like, I mean, like, wow, yeah. this is crazy. They are putting a lot of effort into this game day experience. Yeah, make it a make it a spectacle. Make it like a to do. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, we're getting out of our houses right now. Have Titty Boy out there. Not That's who got it right. I told yeah, you. I sure. played a playoff game. We played the 49ers. Candlestick Park, I would imagine that's what it was, the old school one, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, in between like third and fourth quarter, you can see it on YouTube. Titty Boy, two chains himself, stands on a dugout from the baseball <laughs> stadium and starts rapping, and the whole place goes crazy. And our whole team was like, this is amazing. Is that like, the clip that Gump posts every other day? Probably. Yeah, yeah. they do. Yes. They did it with Future, <laughs> too. The video, yeah. doesn't, the video doesn't do justice as what it was in the, the place that day. It was we AJ, all remember. It's funny you say that because I was just going to say we went to an Atlanta Hawks game and yep. I felt like they yeah. really tried for their game day experience. Yep. And 2 Chains was the halftime performer <laughs> there. It was awesome. Bring him in. Yeah. Heavy issues. Bring him in. Seattle had a couple good ones, I think. I think they had a couple good ones last night. I was going to say, but that's a real thing. Like, yeah. hey, come on. Let's make, these, let's make these things experiences here. This ain't the old pre-COVID people just are out and about everything's okay now it's like when people get out because of a habits and habits that were created over 
a two-year period that were basically forced upon people, you know, for the good of everybody, obviously, for the good of everybody. Um, the, right, the yeah. like, I just think, I just think they should respect and appreciate that more. Like, 70,000 people are fucking getting up to come to this thing. Like, respect their time. You're right. Yeah. Respect my, their time and their money that they're, they are coming effort. to watch. And their effort. Yeah, like, they got a babysitter, maybe. They got to did all this stuff. Yeah. Are we, ex- like, yeah, let's entertain them. Let's, let's actually exceed the expectations they may have for coming to this place. That's today. why football is awesome. Fo- yeah. Sorry, Connor. Go ahead, pal. No, no, no. Football is awesome. That's why you can appreciate what the Colts, like at least the Colts and you can call Mickey Mouse. At least they fucking tried with the superheroes. You're right. It's now, a good point. They were all terrible superheroes, but like they're at least mixing it up a little bit to, yeah. you know, make it some, somewhat of an event. And like to the point about like the babysitter too. It's like, Hey, we have to also appeal to a younger crowd to kind of try and carry I this see that team now, ahead. Man. Like, yeah, like sometimes there's things I don't want my kids to be into, but it's just, they, they are. They get not. I won't, don't want to, but it's like, oh, okay, yeah. This is for like nine year olds. Yeah, this is what they want. And yeah. then I'm like, holy smokes! You see how it gets them too. Like you can, if you get kids not locked in at like nine, ten, eleven, twelve years old, they're probably gonna be for life. They're gonna be with you. It's like Drake from State Farm or whatever the hell that guy's name is. Jake. Like, yeah, Jake. He's from so State he's Farm. super famous. Like every kid I meet wants to meet Jake from State Farm. Which honestly. Is- Absurd. Well, that's also to your Dude. point too, though, Pat. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it is sweet that they, they do the the Marvel stuff, but like the NFL is the fucking pinnacle. Like you're not yeah. going to some like <laughs> you know third you rate Thank like you. college basketball game where they can roll a bunch of these slobs out there and people are like, oh, okay, that's <laughs> neat. It's like people are paying good money to go to these games. Like it, to your great, point, like if, if they would have put fucking Chris Evans out there or one of these Avengers, like that's the type of shit people will remember forever. Like, you'll yes. be like, oh, shit, you remember that Colts game I went to, you know, tw- 12 years ago when fucking Captain America came out at halftime? Like, that's Dude, what, if, what if Donnie Jr., sorry for cutting you off, but, like, you'll add to this, I assume. What if this motherfucker dropped down from the rafters? Yeah. In the, Don in Jr.? Man Donald Trump Jr.? <laughs> he said Donnie no, Jr., Donnie. You fucking asshole. Fucking Robert pl- Downey Jr. Political, dude. Oh, this guy's a f- I didn't think Don I mean, Jr. It was, listen, was we're talking coming out of the rafters yeah. in places. My, my, stadium, Jr. my stadium experience, all I need is a good fucking highlight film on the Jumbotron, and at halftime I want a dog chasing a Frisbee. Okay? Hell yeah. Or guys <laughs> doing uh, the Cavs game had uh, pogo stick guys that were unbelievable. <laughs> That's cool. The Phoenix Suns guy who used to jump off trampolines and Crunch. dunk. I'm sure he still doesn't. Does, uh, does Red Panda have all-terrain wheels? Could she do football oh. games? Ooh, I saw her hit, I I saw her hit the other day. She hit the other day. Yeah, which uh, is tough that that's news. Yeah. Back in her heyday, she that could definitely. Be. Yeah, her fastball's clocking in at about 86, 87 oh, now, no. which is if pain Still to major leaguer? It does. Major yeah. Really? Still? For, for yeah. who? Yeah. Throwing to Tebow? I don't think she's throwing <laughs> anything. I'm not. Her hey. Russ. You can pitch to Russ. No, nah, no. Nah. Can't do it. Can't do what you're doing right now. Thank you. Yeah, what are you saying? Hey, the proof's in the pudding. If there are videos of Red Panda, you know, failing, and then Pat, who is a massive Red Panda fan, has to come on here and say, hey, I saw Red Panda hitting again yesterday. That's the expectation. We can't have the news be no, no, Red no. Panda's the Red I'm Panda. Saying that, the reason why I'm saying that is because she hits so often, nobody puts her makes out there anymore because it's just like this is what this human does, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. The only time we ever see anything is when she misses. The other day, somebody was like, maybe – introduced the red panda for the first time and said holy fuck is that human on a unicycle elevated kicking bulls onto their fucking head you think it's a pr stunt for her now though just like she knows that she gets viral if she misses a couple no, I don't think so. Is there more than one red panda? No, she's she respects the craft. She used to go for 40, 10, and 10 every night. Is she trying to franchise it and train somebody? No way. I don't think you can. 
That's a one of one thing, dude. Yeah, I don't think she's I, the only I one. I got to meet her. Yeah, it is. I threw bowls to her. Yeah. yeah. Are you oh, the yeah. authority, Diggs? Oh, yeah. Uh, if there was another one, there would be another one. Okay. There's not. Fair enough. Bingo. Gotcha. <laughs> Diggs. Yeah, Bingo. Pat, where was that? Was that the New Orleans game where you announced uh, the starting lineup that you threw bowls to her? Yeah, Zion Williamson was announced third yep. that evening. That was the day not. before COVID. Seems he, was the only was boost. Really? he was the only boost that didn't hit last night. Thanks. The Zion. 30 points, that's a big one, bro. Yeah, 30 did. points is a big one. He's he shooting did 90%. Job. He had 31. They yeah. just lost the game. Yeah, Jordan Clarkson had 39. Really? Okay, Tone, fucking eat back, okay? <laughs> just so you can say Eat back everything you just said. I knew what happened. Dude. I knew that. I mean, if you're going to. I didn't, though. You were what giving me false piece of information. We well, no, I say all I said was a boost didn't hit, and it didn't. They didn't win the fucking game. Fucking lead your team yeah, to but a you, victory. You certainly lead your team to a victory, Casey. Yeah. But Zion scored 31. Yeah. He had 31. He did. So he did his part. Yes. But the, the team, team needed to win. So he needed to score, what, 40? Yeah. Close game, too. High standards up there. High standards in the corner. Is that the only boost? Lead them the win, dude. The only, only boost that didn't hit, okay? Ruin the perfect. Right. You, you people. You people. Okay? Talking to you people mostly. Who? You. Diggs? Well, he pointed to Diggs there. This guy, right here. Ty, I mean, Ty Diggs. did so much damage to this man, he couldn't even say no. his favorite tore him down to build, was. Tore him down to build him back up, and now he's having maybe the best season any NBA player's oh, ever had. Thanks, Sarge. Yeah. Thanks, Drill Sarge. Yeah. Ty. You Bingo. Got you got it. We cleared, <laughs> it. we cleared this up, okay? I said, when I saw him out in public in New Orleans with the fucking bumpus Hans <laughs> jumping up on that, on that you know, grocery store <laughs> aisle, I said, you know what? This guy's back. Okay, I will never say a bad thing about this guy again. He's found it. <laughs> Anytime you say bump his Hans, I get so excited. <laughs> what a perfect description yeah. of those fucking dogs he had at that high-end grocery store, dude. Mm-hmm. What's, he, uh, what's he averaging? How many points a game? He's dude, the best like, ever. How yeah, about that? Best ever. He's the shooting like 60%. He's averaging does like he, 32. Does he 10. take threes and stuff? Uh, no, he, he's got he the mid range. He plays he basketball. Yeah. AJ, what? Jeez, this is disgusting. Okay, this guy's I'm, maybe the greatest player of all time. He's, he's really? unbelievable. I'm saying I would. It wouldn't shock me if he was hitting threes. I'm telling you. I, I told you. I went to the the Cavs uh, Lakers game, and every guy is nine feet tall, and every guy can shoot threes. Like, uh, it's just, there's like no positions anymore. Whatever you do. Oh, what do you do? I don't know, but I have to be able to be 58 percent from the three point line. I'm seven foot three. Wembendaya. Oh there's the bump is high. What is it? What are they doing? This poor man. Saying what's up. They're saying hello. Yeah. And those that food's ours. Eating his hands. Is that guy dead? Yeah, he's got. They have, they each have a actually because you can't see his hand. They actually each have a hand in their mouth. <laughs> are we sure that's Zion though? He's got a mascot. We don't know if that's him. Yeah, that's him. I, I do believe that man on the right is Zion. You see the Z on his head. We'll see. It's not what exactly. Kind of shoes is he wearing? Until he confirms. Oh, is that a dog store? That's a dog pet store. It is. Oh yeah, it is. I didn't know that. I thought it was a high-end grocery store, you know, because they're kind of built the same way. Bumpus so did I. But those, I mean, still, you know, taking the Bumpus Hans to a, a fucking <laughs> pet store, that's it's like taking them to Toys R Us. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You might as well take them to Disney World. Yeah, exactly. Bingo. I mean, what a time. Hey, Pat, let's get to a five-minute break, our first one of the day, all right? Let you take a leak or something over there. What do you think? You know, I'm in Vegas. and uh, Run down, play a few hands during ooh, the five-minute break. Yeah, Let us know how it goes. That's what I'm saying. Last night I was walking past uh, some blackjack tables and they were open, and I had money on me. Ooh! Came upstairs, went to sleep. Wow! Look at you. Nice. You tell me who's an adult, huh? You all grown up, aren't you? Mm-hmm. 
I actually thought to myself, I'm way too tired right now. Got a lot of money on me. Let's not lose it all day one here. So yeah. I'm kind of tired. <laughs> hey, AJ, Let's go to bed. Pat, before you guys get to a break, um, Jerry Jones just said some interesting stuff oh. to uh, USA Today. What's reporter. going on? Oh. Uh, is that what he said? <laughs> that wasn't what he said? Oh, what, did, what did happen, Nick? Uh, Z's going to pull it up here for you. Uh-oh. Huh. Z, okay. baby. Okay. Ari Mirov, Pro Football Focuses. Can you uh, read it, Pat? You want to read it? up to Cowboys owner Jerry Jones told Jarrett Bell of USA Today that there's a good chance Odell Beckham Jr. signs with them soon and will play for them in the postseason. Odell's going to join us. AJ, how about it? He left Dallas without a deal. Everybody didn't know what the expectations were when he went to a Mavericks game. All of Dallas was chanting, OBJ. 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 They were recruiting the shit out of him. Then Michael Parsons came out and said, Odell told me straight up it's going to be like five weeks before he plays again. Jerry Jones came out and said, we didn't know what the expectation was pretty much before the conversations and before the visit happened. We know he went to Buffalo. He had a full dinner and meal with not only general manager Brandon Bean, but at Josh Allen's house. Josh Allen hosted it with Vaughn Miller, Stephon Diggs, and the boys on a Friday night recruiting visit to Buffalo. He's been on tour. He went back to the Giants. He went to Dallas. He ran into Vaughn down in Dallas. They've been talking a lot and now it appears as if Odell Beckham Jr. is going to get back into a rehab structure and into a rehab schedule with the Dallas Cowboys and be ready for the postseason, which is all that matters. Odell said, when you talk about football, I mean, regular season is cool, but we're here for the playoffs. Good for Odell Beckham Jr. Good for the Dallas Cowboys. This makes their team better. I can't wait to watch him, AJ. And if this is what Odell Beckham Jr.'s life is about to be, and they were alluding to a long-term deal. I wonder what this will be. Will this be another mm, one uh, year where he can just go pick another Super Bowl favorite next year, or will this be long-term? AJ, your thoughts on this helping that team, though? That team's going to get real good in the playoffs. I mean, yeah, I think it's huge. Z, is it possible to pop that last one back up in the middle The middle uh, paragraph there? Jones didn't reveal financial details, but said he expects the star-wide receiver coming off ACL surgery after being injured in Super Bowl 56 for the Los Angeles Rams will be signed to a contract for the rest of this season. So you're going to sign him here. The deal could become official. Jones maintained after the Cowboys try winning a fifth consecutive game on Sunday at the Jacksonville Jags. So Jerry's saying, hey, Monday, Tuesday, Odell's going to be on our team. He's going to be in our facility rehabbing. Sounds like it. Odell Beckham Jr., T.Y. Hilton. He's been working out, and, of course, he's extraordinary. Yeah. Earlier this month, it appeared that Beckham 30 and the Cowboys wouldn't strike a deal as his comeback. Hinge on his availability for this season, yet as the past week progressed, Jones indicated on multiple occasions that the team's interest had not dissipated. <laughs> Listen, our team has great interest. It has not dissipated one bit, Jerry Jones said to somebody. <laughs> Beckham also has had discussions with at least two other teams, the Buffalo Bills and the New York Giants, and allegedly other teams also were chatting with him. Uh, that were not announced publicly. Happy for Odell Beckham Jr. They're currently negotiating, huh? That's what you just heard? That's what it sounds like, right? Yeah, and man, I am very curious as to what the deal looks like, not only because it's just for the rest of this season, but, yeah, what what do they promise after that? What was it? Six hundred grand for the rest of the year for TY guaranteed, up to $1.5 million in incentives. We are going into week 15 right now, okay? So that will be week 16, week 17, week 18. Then they'll have the divisional round. Uh, they won't be in the wild card, right? Yeah. No, maybe, it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Five be in the, yep. <clears throat> in the wild card. Then divisional round. Then championship. And then Super Bowl. Seven games. Not bad deal there for T.Y. If he fucking goes and eats. I wonder what Odell Beckham Jr.'s will be. Yeah. And will Incentive they, laden. Will it be anything past this season? Do you think? Oh. 
Does he want anything that, past this season? That's what he said. Yeah. Does he want so it? So I, if I'm him, I wouldn't. Didn't he say he wanted something long term? Yeah, no, he said he, he, w- he wanted uh, like a two or three year. No. If he feels good out and he thinks the team he's going to go to is good. Well, that's Maybe. what he did with the Rams, too, is that the incentives weren't personal incentives. They were all team, team. incentives. So, like, them going to the divisional round and the uh, NFC championship and even just going to the Super Bowl, he got um, oh. bonuses for all that. Well, at this point, it doesn't really matter, though, either, right? I mean, because if he comes and plays in the playoffs and fucking goes scorched earth, then, like, he's probably still going to have his pick of the litter. Of That's why I would think he would, only, he would just want to play. Say, hey, all right, I'll sign for the rest of this season, and then I'm going to be a free agent exactly. after I hopefully do the same thing. I don't tear my ACL. Right. Right? I agree with you, AJ, yeah. I, if I'm him, and this is yeah. just me looking from the outside in, and we're all, like, I'm dumber. I don't know shit about fuck, <laughs> you know? So, like, they don't take me uh, for saying anything. Like, if I was in Odell Beckham Jr.'s position, why not every year, you know, for as long as you can be good, just be an additive to a team that's on a playoff run because all anybody wants is Super Bowl rings at the stage of the career that you get to. Now, there's a lot to be said about guys who are on one team for their entire careers. There's a lot to be said about, like, oh, loving the whole process of training camp and everything. I understand that, okay? I very much understand that, and that's part of football too, and people will love it. But if Odell Beckham Jr. has the ability every single year – just to see what team's worth a fuck and what team isn't so that the games in December and January matter and sign on with them whenever the ratings are at their absolute highest. And if he has the ability to be a great teammate everywhere, which I understand that that has been called into question whenever he was younger, but nobody really that we've ever heard speak said he's not a great teammate. So, like, I think he's probably an incredible teammate. So just want to bury that. If he's an incredible, everybody has respect. I think everybody's a fan of his. In the NFL. You know, I think there's a lot of people that are just fans of him as well. There's probably dudes that fucking hate him. Let's be honest. There's teams. There's probably guys that are like, this guy, who cares about this guy? There's probably that out there. But a large 90% of the NFL, I think, is fans of Odell Beckham Jr. So if he was to come to their team, they'd be excited. This guy could potentially be babyface with every franchise. Like, that is, that is such an interesting, the winning franchises, he's babyface. So what would they, he's ring chasing, which is guys do all the time. What would be the knock on that, I wonder? Just would not it, long-term security money? Yeah, I was going to say long-term, like you guys know, like, is it, would it be weird going into a different locker room? each year and then having to find a new apartment or whatever each year and like you said the long term long term money guaranteed money security stuff like uh, the that only like thing, the, the only long term money thing that would be like okay let's say Odell doesn't get a long term deal just the rest of the season and the worry would be I get hurt the third game there and then all of a oh, sudden yeah. I'm a free agent and I didn't get to show anything of what I still have well also if you're like if you're not coming in until a week whatever week he's coming in each year you're missing Ten half the season in game checks too, right? Yeah, which I mean, I don't know if he plans on doing that every single year, but it's almost. Remember Roger Clemens he, for years? Um, didn't Roger? Roger wouldn't travel to away games if he wasn't pitching. Oh yeah, I remember reading yeah, stuff like that. Awesome. Right for a long time, I yeah. think for Odell too. It's also the Roger Clemens stuff. is Odell going to be that guy? Okay, like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to come join the playoff team and kind of just pick and choose what I do. That's what I'm saying. Like I think he is one of the only humans in the history that might be able to pull this off. What was that con? I was going to say, well, I mean, Von Miller mentioned it. Like, it's n- not so much just the contract. It's like, hey, the other, like, uh, notoriety and the publicity you get for playing for the Cowboys yeah. and the Rams and the Giants in these massive markets, you know. Cleveland. Not, yeah, Cleveland, of course. That's not counted in the contract, and you can't really put a dollar sign value on that, but that obviously, you know, helps him a lot for playing for those types of teams. And Jerry Jones 
like, uh, let's say Odell steps in there and he starts playing well. Can you imagine the post-game scrums, like, with the oh, media yeah. and Jerry? Yeah. Jerry's going to be smiling, talk. He is going to be so we pumped. He had it. Exactly. <laughs> telling us exactly, like, what he, how much what of a, a genius drink. he really is. Yeah. We didn't get to see him work out that first time, and I was wondering, I wonder why. And really, deep down in my soul, I was wondering, maybe this guy looks too good right now, doesn't want to show us, you know what I mean, for negotiation reasons. So that's kind of how that whole thing turned. I was never questioning how good he was going to be, how healthy he was going to be. He's fucking Odell Beckham Jr. So, Odell, you want to speak for yourself? And Odell comes in, this man, you know, like a fool. <laughs> That'll be, <laughs> I can see it. That'll be uh, quite a scene. We look for him to sign then, right? In the next couple – well, after this weekend. After the game, yeah. T.Y. and OBJ, same week. Nice little haul. Add weapons. Is T.Y. going to be thrust in the lineup right away? Probably. I'd assume 600,000 guaranteed the rest of the way. I I believe they said there's a very good chance he's playing something. I think they might be getting uh, James Washington, the Steelers wide receiver, who they picked up this offseason back soon because he got hurt in uh, – The rich get richer, don't they, Tone? Yeah. That's what they say. Well said. Hey, Pat, we're going to do our picks here on the other side. I think maybe we have Michael Cole in the 2 o'clock hour. I'm not sure exactly when. You tell me when you want to do our picks for these upcoming Michael games. Michael Cole. He yeah. said a lot of really nice things about me, man. Voice of the you, got, you did too. Thank you all so much for that. Really cool <laughs> you, honestly. Oh, Rick, Rick Deitch. He's, he's the tip of the spear, isn't he, for like the, that whole world? I don't know. I learned, I've known he's been very notable for a Is long that a time. Tip of the spear? Tip of the spear. Tip of the spear. Yeah. Yeah. the tip of the insane. iceberg, but the opposite. Tip of the spear, elite performer. Yeah, lead oh, the charge. Bingo. Oh, okay. Popular military term. Yeah. Nice. You want to be the trail part of it? I didn't serve. Normandy. I didn't either. I was. I am not cut out for it. I don't think, either. I don't think anybody was wondering if. Listen to this music. Turn things over. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Pat. You read any of the comments on the athletic article? Because some people are saying some things about. Tony. Some and, people are fed up with Tony. Yeah. Tony who? <laughs> Tony Some Diggs. people are fed up with Tony. What, do you mean? what happened? Fed up with the Tony. <laughs> what did Tony say in the article? Not support. Tony didn't say anything. anything. What the, else is the, new, though? The comments what? on the article. Why are they commenting about what? Tony? What? Well, because. They his conservative ass spilling out all these bullshit oh, okay, political no, I didn't read this article. Let's I just want to read the comments, Tony's too. They said I was one of the wings. I can't remember which wing. Wait, what? Right. There's wings? And that far right wing nut job in the cowboy hat. Yeah, I can't wait. Spewing out his political comment. bullshit, inaccurate takes. If they would only know That's who happening? I voted for. Oh man! It oh yeah, Nick read one for? of them. I was dying. Nick, I can't oh my wait. God. Tone, look at you, bud. Congrats, Tone. By people. Yeah, that's a problem. Tucker Carlson digs. <laughs> <laughs> Niners wow. twenty-one, Seahawks thirteen last night, boys. In the football that we already talked a little bit about earlier, in the, earlier in the show, Brock Purdy continues his dominance. He's doing great. Pat will be back with us here shortly. Uh, we'll see whatever's going on over there in Vegas. He has a lot of things happening. Kirk Herb Street. As Al, Mich- Al Michaels didn't go to Vegas with him, did they? Yo, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Al might mix yeah. it up. Al loves Vegas. Yeah, does who, who, how do you know? How do you know Al? Loves who are we Davis? to say? Al's a dog. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Game set match. Great, great dining experiences. Boom. Good gambling. Yeah. Well, what else? His what best friend. His best friend. Shows. 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 What's the best show in Vegas, Ty? Tell me. Oh, Come on. Thunder down under, probably. Okay, Con. What did you say? I mean, what are we talking about? It's Chris Angel. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah. What a what a I. I should give myself like a negative grade for even asking that yeah, question. See, I know Chris Angel is the man. Yeah. You're right. Well, that was fucked Just up. walk right out here. Yeah, that's a thousand percent. And that's why I was there because him and Chris Angel are best friends. Does my heart will go on still have residency? Because I heard Celine Dion. Who? Yeah. Celine? Yeah. Is she still singing there? No, like they've had five different 
people there since her, I think, in that Coliseum they built for Celine. Pat, what's up, man? I know Pat is back. Pat McAfee, join us again on your own show. Here we go, Pat. What's up? How'd it go? How was the break? It's an it's an honor to be on uh, this show with you host today, pal. Great introduction. <laughs> great back. I, I thought I wasn't going to be able to hear you there for a second, and then I thought I was immediately going to get caught in the in-between stages of me and Zito talking, <laughs> and then you introducing me, and me not being – and it felt like that was happening there at the very beginning. I was great. Just took, you know, top <laughs> seven grumpy. Oh, Nice. Nothing better. Needle it. I'm gonna be honest. Traveling, you know, kind of, kind of clogs me up a little bit. What made it a like top the, seven? Just it, it felt a good relief. You know what I mean? Like it was just it was just, just needed, good relief. To get just out. needed it. Yeah, this morning not a lot of action. You know, last night a lot of travel. I mean, I flew Seattle, <laughs> then back to Vegas. Like that's that was a lot of travel. I was I was, I was to Europe yesterday on plane. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I went true. to I went to Europe yesterday on plane. So I think like my. Uh, my insides this morning it was a real fight. You know, let anything out for whatever reason. I don't know what the deal is. My body needs to figure it out. We're on a plane a lot. So that one right there was like the, hey, we're back to normal. And oh, that was yeah. cool. That was, uh, that was a cool thing that just happened right there. So thank you for um, manning the ship back there. You do a great job hosting, AJ. You know what I mean? Every time I get texts from people around the world that yeah. say, that AJ Hawk character, whenever he hosts on Fridays live from the Thunderdome, it's so goddamn fantastic. I'm like, you're right. Yeah. I wish we had him over there every single day. Why don't you do it? Why don't you move on over to Indiana? Yeah, yeah. Here you go, AJ. Soon, soon enough, Better I might. football, tougher football. Is it? Well, Ohio, yeah. Well, the 49 well, you states. know what? Hey, sorry, guys, but speaking of tougher, I'm going to have to get to this guy, the toughest guy I've personally probably ever met, you know, other than Luke Fickle. This guy, if I read of off course. his little list, host of WWE SmackDown, Mets little and Jets list. fan, still has a soul patch. Seems like a normal bio that we have for any guest on any show, just like mm-hmm. Regis and Kathy Lee or whatever. So please welcome Michael Cole, everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's not of a soul so, patch. So first off, AJ, Whoa. I don't have the soul patch anymore. What? I know. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. yeah. A, a woman shaved my face the other day, and she I told her not to, and she shaved it off. So I haven't grown it back oh, yet. Boy. But um, oh, no. how are you What's guys? We're doing great. Where are you, Michael Cole? Mojo? What are you doing right now? I am at the uh, Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois, outside of Chicago, oh, ready yeah. for Friday night SmackDown tonight. Um, sold out, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox. Uh, Pat, I heard you got a stomach issue. Well, not anymore, Cole. Not anymore. <laughs> I did that for a bit. A lot of traveling yesterday. You know that as a man who's well-traveled. Uh, first, before I ask you a question, I want to let you know that I am so incredibly thankful for you taking time out of your life to say those nice things about me for that athletic article. You're a busy man. You're on the road a lot. You're still an incredible husband somehow in the middle of all of that. And for you to take time out of your life and to say nice shit about me, I'm very thankful for it. Thank you. They paid me a lot of money for that. So uh, okay, I got good. a real nice Christmas all right. bonus. So. <laughs> all right, good. That's the only reason why you should do that type of thing. But I appreciate nah, you, you deserved it. Do. Uh, hey, congratulations, too, about. on being named the uh, Sports Media Personality of the Year by The Athletic. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for taking time. You got quote in there. Now, this, uh, let's move along. <laughs> we don't need to do this all day. I was trying to pitch uh, AJ for that, for that but uh, they, they, they decided to go with <laughs> the so. Hey, we're calling to ask you about the Sports Media Person of the Year. Cole's like, uh, you got it. AJ Hawk is my vote. Yeah. This, is, uh, yeah. this is my thought. I would do the same damn thing, and I assume it will happen at some point. Let's talk about you not having a soul patch anymore. Is this the dawning of a new era? What's going on? What, is this what no, you're going to be forever? I, is this your new face? It might be because my wife actually liked it. She still was trying to figure out why I had a soul patch for so many years. 
uh, especially oh, at my like age. everybody. So I, I, yeah, I may just yeah exactly. So I may just leave it off for now. Who knows? Whatever it is, what it is. Hey, I did call for your reason because okay. my team has a massive game this week against Foxy's team, and oh, yeah. about twenty four about twenty four hours ago, I was really confident that we were going to kick the Lions' ass all over New York. Oh, yeah. I don't really feel that. I don't feel that confident anymore. Uh, it's well, you got the chosen one. Zach Wilson's playing. Zach Wilson's back. Zach, he's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. Zach. How do you feel, he's Mike? Back. Zach. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you how I feel. Um, this game this Sunday will make or break the rest of Zach Wilson's career, at least in New York. The Lions are maybe the worst defensive team in football. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no. If if oh, no. well, listen. Look at their numbers. They're at the bottom of no. the league in, in, in Not the last few weeks. The well, the they last couple weeks. But look at the statistics. The Those bottom fucks. line is this: Don't you're you playing in New York in the playoffs <laughs> against the Lions. If Zach Wilson cannot come out and play well in that game, thanks for coming. See you later. Uh, oh, I don't Foxy, be- that's I a lot don't- of power. I don't believe it. I don't believe in the kid. I hope he has a great game. Obviously, being a Jets fan. Um, also, Corey da- Davis is out. Big wide receiver, Quinnen Williams. Who knows if he's actually going to play? Bottom line oh, no. is, twenty four hours ago, I really thought we were going to win this game. Now I really don't know. So, Foxy, um, I don't know what to tell you, kid. Cole, quick question: Is that how most Jets fans feel, or is this yeah. just you? <laughs> no, there's uh, there's four or five guys at work that are massive Jets fans like myself, and they are very very. Uh, concerned about this game now no one has any faith in zach wilson we're hoping he comes out there and surprises everybody listen the bs of this all is that this coaching staff knew that mike white wasn't going to play this week they knew that back on monday that's why they elevated zach wilson to the second spot Mm -hmm. the backup quarterback role they knew he was not going to play they 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 dicked us around for three or four days before making that announcement this morning and mike white's out and i truly believe they knew zach wilson was going to play Stala and Douglas have to save face for drafting this guy number two. They have wanted Zach Wilson to play all along. They never wanted to bench this kid in the first place, but they had to when he made those comments at the press conference a number of weeks ago. Their entire, especially Douglas's entire legacy is wrapped up into this kid. And if this, if he does not go out there and succeed and does not play well, who knows what's going to happen down the road. But I really what think this coaching staff, <laughs> I really think this coaching staff, um, needed Zach Wilson to play, and they got what they wanted. And he's going to go out there and let's see what happens. I hope he doesn't, uh, you know, poop the bed on Sunday. Um, I hope oh, he wins. Oh, uh, I want to make the playoffs, but who knows? Digs, Cole. I was going to say, Cole. I don't know if they. I think they might have known, but uh, Mike White just came out and said he went to ten different doctors this week to try to get one of them to clear them, <laughs> and not one of them would do it. That's a movie, right? To my point, they knew on Monday this guy wasn't going to play. I have no doubt about it. They have to save face. They dra- They put their entire future. They need into to this win, kid. though, right, Mike? They need to win games. They have though. to win. They have to win. They got to win games, and Zach Wilson has to win this Sunday. This is the biggest game as a Jets fan in over seven years uh, this week. Wow. And we, you know, what and plus we have a short turnaround. We got Jacksonville on Thursday next week. They they have to beat <laughs> the Lions in December, and then they got to beat the Jaguars. We have to win out to make the playoffs. And if you can't beat the Lions and Jaguars at home. Thanks for coming. Goodbye. Same old Jets. Mike, are you going to get that singlet on and wrestle anytime soon? Great question. Only if Pat, only if Pat is my tag team partner. Ooh. That's the only way I'll do it. Okay. I still so think good. that Pat and I should team up in a mixed tag team matchup against uh, Rhea Ripley and Bailey. That is what I think <laughs> should happen. Gilbert. 
I don't think that should happen. Eugene. That'd be sweet. <laughs> we get our asses beat there. That that is well, a, that is I think we gotta time. get in shape before that happens. But <laughs> you look good. You look good. Are you in shape right now? Yeah, you've been on the road a lot. Uh, sort of so so. I'm I'm not where I want to be. I'll you know I'll use the excuse that every other loser uses this time of year, and I'll start after the holidays. Um, but uh, I'm about halfway where halfway where I want to be at this point. Calm what are you guys in the middle of? The internet's telling me a big time SmackDown tonight. What's that? What's what's fucking going on? Roman Reigns is here. Oh. What? The, the big tribal chief, tribal the undisputed chiefs. champ, who's been champion for over 800 days, is back. And there's a big rumor going around that maybe Sami Zayn becomes a made man tonight. What? Finally, finally Ooh, becomes a, a, a member of the uh, bloodline. That's uh, that's the big rumor going around. Sammy's uh, seen him earlier. He's uh, he's getting dressed up and uh, going to look good tonight. Um, and that's up? that. Hey, uh, listen. Who? Yeah, did they burn that? What what prince is that, or what saint is that? They tar- they burn the card in the hand in the uh, in the mafia. mafia. Saint who is Saint it? Michael? Oh, no. Yeah, AJ. <laughs> I don't know what Pat is talking about, but AJ, what's up? Oh, no, not too much, Cole. What um, is that? What's happening? You guys burning something in the sand? Con, what'd you have? Cole had something for you, Con. <laughs> oh, okay, sweet. Con that was a real cool. thing. Yeah, uh, Cole, good to thing. see you. Um, so do uh, you you think... know you don't mean that, by the way. You know you do not mean that. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> that he means not true. He, I'm Michael. here. He means that's, I'm that's in person. That's like broadcasting 101 when the guest is on. Try to make him feel welcome. Nope, nope. I'm, I, it's good to see you. I'm right, pretty Cole. fucking pissed there's no soul patch, but it's still good to see you. Uh, <laughs> what are the chances that you think Joe Flacco should be the starter instead of Zach Wilson? And do you think... <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, what's so funny? Whoa. What a so funny. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Footsteps. Jeez, dude. You have a better chance of you being the quarterback Sunday, Kyle. Well, <laughs> you must have missed me throw balls in that fucking net over there yesterday, pal, because I did, and I nailed all three of them. Uh, did you forget what I did when I was on the show last month? That unbelievable pass that I made into the uh, into the uh, the basketball hoop? You throw footballs oh, like yeah. a Mark Cole. Don't, don't bring that up. <laughs> No, Flacco has no chance. Look, he looked like a statue last week when he came in for those couple of plays. Joe needs Jesus. to retire. Not. What? He does. Dude, Cole, we need to put you on first take. Yeah. You got you got um, strong takes. You got strong sports takes. Yeah, well, about my teams. Uh, the Mets had a really well, nice offseason, even though we Oh, get, yeah, we're we cheating. Didn't. You guys are cheating. We're cheating. Baseball. We're cheating. I forgot. I'm a fan of the team. We're cheating. I love it. We're doing what the Yankees did, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, we were $400 million payroll, and we still didn't get another bat, which is ridiculous to me because the offense well, we'll stuck at the end of last year. Yeah, but you but got a 42-year-old pitcher. That's not yeah. bad. Yeah, no, no, hey, Ty, yeah. please. What? And DeGrom's gone, so that's good. Year, Ty, by the, the way, year. the guy who won the Cy Young Award last year with a 2.0 ERA, okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> Um, hey, uh, by the, the way, uh, you heard the news, Early. right, that uh, John Cena's coming back on December 30th to <gasps> SmackDown in Tampa? What? Yeah, John? We are hun, 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 hun excited. Yep. John Cena, John Cena will be, be on SmackDown, the final SmackDown of the year. <laughs> Holy shit. Is he shit. Peacemaker? What, Pat? You broke up on my end. Is he showing up as Peacemaker? I don't know. He might. Has he taken that off yet? Have you watched that show? Yeah. It's unbelievable. So it's good. Over. It's, yeah. it's actually really good. All of them, yeah. Hey, here's my guy, by the way. Just so you can say hi to him. Hey, Jay Francis, to you football fans. That's awesome. 
Oh, that sweater. Sweater. Yeah, they did shit. Oh. I know. I What's up, man? Beautiful man. Beautiful man. They did good things. Oh, yes. I love hey, that you sweater. Look good, dude. You look good. You look good. You look good, dude. Man. Good to see you, man. You remember him? He did a food drive. Oh, yeah. 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 Maryland. Ohio State, Maryland. Cole, are you yeah. always suited yeah. and booted this early? Yes. Yeah, uh, we have a double show tonight, so everything mm. started early. Uh, we got that rehearsal starting early and everything. Uh, yeah, today, Cole so wakes up in a suit, though. Remember that. He shows up yeah, at our office in, like, fucking flip-flops and, like, the worst dress thing of all time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've never seen him at a WWE event, like, 10-hour WWE event, like, 10 hours beforehand. Always in a suit. Always fresh. I mean, always Please tune in to WWE SmackDown tonight. WWE. Let's go, Cole. Cole, yeah. did you get a, hey, oh, I heard, by the way, I, I, Pat, I didn't know this. I just found out last night. I was texting with uh, Zito and Foxy during the game, and um, uh, they tell me you're doing a, uh, a game tomorrow. Yeah, the Vegas, Vegas. Bowl. I'm calling a game. Yeah, I'm calling I, I a game I didn't know tomorrow. that. I, how did I not know that? I don't know. It kind of came up out of nowhere, to be honest with you. It kind of came up out of nowhere. I was asked if I wanted to do it a couple weeks back. And I get a chance to call a college football game now with Herb Street, who also said very nice things in that article. Like you, people are there, incredibly talented what they do, legends in their field. Uh, so, like, getting a chance to call a college game with him, I said, sure. Didn't know it was the first Saturday that had NFL games, obviously, at the time when I agreed to yeah. it. It is. And then as it kind of came up here, yeah, because the, I called, what, the Green Bay Packers-Lions game, and the night before I was trying to get, like, tips. Nobody would give me anything, so I texted Michael Cole. And I said, what <laughs> yes, do you think I should did. think about out there? And he sent me, like, a two-scroller. Like, hey, this is what nice. Woods we're looking for. And every single Friday night on SmackDown, he would he'd be like – I think he had – I think you understood um, me a lot better than a lot of people. And also, I think because of your resume and because of how much um, and how great you are, you were very, you like helped me a lot. I want to let you know that. So I appreciate you, man. And tomorrow I'm going to try not to fuck it up and embarrass everybody. You know what I mean? Well, you'll be great. ESPN obviously is putting you on their, that show because they need ratings because there's no way they're going to compete against the three NFL games. But nonetheless, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to help you out there to make sure people watch. So I am not going to help that, Cole. <laughs> I am not going to help that hey, against the NFL. We we got a long. You and Herbie out there will help, um, and yeah. I just think people are going to be interested in, to hear what you have to say out there. So there you go. Hey, I appreciate I you. Have fun tonight. I know. Hey guys, have fun tonight. I love you guys. Love you, everybody. Cole. Happy holidays. If I don't yes. get a chance to talk to you all, uh, love all you guys, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, Foxy uh, come uh, Sunday night. I'm texting you mm. for a big Jets win. <laughs> Cole, normally See, Cole, I was just going to say, normally I'd talk shit to you right now, but I'm actually happy for you, for Jets fans, because just like me, when I say same old Lions, normally you guys are saying same old Jets. So I'm happy for you guys, but now that you had to do that, let's go. Lions are going to fucking kick your ass. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's go, go dude. Yeah. I'll talk to you Sunday. Good Thanks, luck, guys. Right. Good luck, Pat. Thanks, AJ. See you guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Michael Cole. Thank you, Michael Cole. Pat, so you're saying double show. It's 208 Eastern. They'll start just – he'll go for like six hours straight here soon. Is that what's going to happen? Or eight hours? No, four. No, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, fucking this guy wears his suit all day. You hear me? Fucking no. all day. This so he thing. shows up like that. He probably feels like, hey, I'm a. He feels professional, right? Yeah, like they have the meetings in the morning, and when he gets to the arena, he's in a suit, full suit. Is everybody else like, like that? Like, no, no. I don't know. Commentators, maybe. I don't. I don't know what other commentators do. I don't think so. No. But I would be like, you know, walk in there, tank top, jorts, backpack. Yeah. And I like the first couple times, and I'm sitting down. This guy's in a full suit, and he's like the best to ever do it. 
It's like they always say you should do what the best ever do it is doing if you have the capability of learning what the best ever do it's doing. So I tried to do it like Vinatieri, like, okay, I'm just going to like watch how this guy operates and then adapt some of what he does into my life. So like hopefully it'll just kind of osmosis in and I'll be able to be okay. So like when I was getting into this business, it was like Michael Cole, good guy to watch and learn from. And I saw him wearing a suit. I'm like, not going to take that from him. Not going to wear a fucking suit for 10 hours. This guy's in a 13 hours. This guy's in a suit or whatever. He looks good all day, every day. He's a professional, consummate professional, good guy. He said nice things. I appreciate him stopping by. Is it the same old Jets or is it the brand new Lions? I mean, that it, it could be the same, right? Mm-hmm. That, could, that could be the outcome this weekend, at, uh, Foxy. Yeah, I agree. It should be an interesting one. Like, a lot of people, you always see these percentages of us to make the playoffs. And I'm like, that doesn't mean shit because we could win. We could lose Bingo. this week. We could still That's lose sad. to the Bears. We could still lose the Panthers. Like, no game is a guarantee. So all these percentages are absolute bullshit. Just we'll see. We'll see what team shows up. It does feel like it is still the brand new Jets because I can't remember the last time they had important games in December. Like, sure, they might mm-hmm. lose out to not do anything, but like the fact that they're yeah. even in the hunt now. Seven years. Biggest game in seven yeah. years. Exactly. Michael Cole and says. It, is it, that true? It really might be since <laughs> uh, since Fitzmagic. Remember when it was Fitzmagic, Eric Decker, and I think Brandon Marshall, and they wow. both had a 1,000 yards, and they, I think they true. were 10-6 and six, went to the playoffs. They haven't been worth a shit since then. I mean, this is a, it's a pretty pivotal game for Zach Wilson, huh? Yeah. I'll yeah. into this lineup. Did you hear what Cole just said? Did you hear that promo that Cole just cut? Wild. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Sorry about that, Ty. He, he doesn't have any faith. That was a real promo right no, there from no, Cole yeah. on the Jets I mean, and Zach Wilson. Spot on, too. Yeah. You know, If Zach Wilson doesn't play good on Sunday, but if he does, he's fucking though, dead in the water. If we, he does, Which is yeah, what people sure. expect, though. But if he does play well, are, is, are we going to say, oh, we were wrong. This guy is. He's learned from his time off the field, his three weeks he hasn't Somebody been will. in. Is of it course. too late, too, for the Jets? Like, it really feels like all of that team loves Mike White. So if he comes in and does well, is that even a worse situation for Mike the Jets? White, Mike White's saying, I, I want the 10 doctors to try to get cleared. Like, that is just adding even more yeah. to the Mike White legend that's oh, over yeah. there. Yep. And whenever you think about, like, uh, overreaction Monday, if Zach Wilson lays an egg. Oh, man. Ty. Ty. What do you think those tweets? Honestly, those, those, because oh. you heard Cole say the Lions. Like that's how he's yeah, talking about the Lions. Cole, Cole, Cole doesn't know it's the brand new Lions. And when you talk about those New York fans, there's a lot of humans that are re- just in that area that are naturally going to be fans. Like a regional game for New York is like a fucking mass. There's a lot of people watching, you know, just because the how many fans they have. I would say 85 to 90% of them have not been told that this is the brand new Lions. Uh-uh. So with what Mike White has been doing, with how tough Mike White is, this guy's a quarterback. You know what I mean? With all that type of thought with him. And then Zach Wilson, he comes in and does not perform well, and they lose to a team that a lot of their fan base probably just assumes still stinks, even though they don't. I'm just saying public perception, court of public opinion, probably yes. pretty yep. low when it comes to Jets fans' respect to the Detroit Lions organization as a whole just because of what it has been over there, that's going to be a tough morning there on those tweets for old Zach Wilson, I think, AJ. I think it's going to be a tough morning. Can you imagine how – okay, so Zach Wilson knows he's starting this game. He understands what's at stake. Like, I don't know where his head's at. Hopefully he feels good and confident. He's like, okay, this is – I have another opportunity. I need to go find a way to to prove – Whatever, yeah. prove these people right. You know, prove my coaches and my GM and owner right. Not proving all the yeah. haters wrong. And then you throw like a pick six in your first series or something. 
Like, yeah. yeah. And that's, lose, lose for the guy. that's where we see where your mental toughness is, honestly. It's incredibly like possible, too. Like, it feels like that is more likely than the other, you know, he's going to go out there and ball. But I mean, how can he be loose? Do you think he can go out and play loose in these situations? I mean, maybe yeah. he can't. He's like, hey, Tone, what, I hear what you're saying. Tone, lose, lose. He beats who? The fucking Lions. Exactly. Correct. Even though they, who? Even, right. The fucking Lions. Even though they are better, like, right. they still gave up 430 yards, I think, to Kirk right. Cousins yes. last year. So, or last, sorry, last and week. And it's still the Lions, like um, Pat said. Yeah. Yeah, people still, still think it's the same old Lions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he may be oh. naive, but he's not dumb. Like he know, like his teammates yeah. can't stand his can't stand Whoa. the fucking guy. Like they're praying that Mike White is, is going to go to an eleventh doctor, and they'll be like, you know what, you actually can't. Like none of these guys. Why don't they play like him? What, what, do you, what is the deal with him? What is it? He just gives off the vibe of like an arrogant rich prick. I mean, like anyone who saw that press conference, you know, it's like. Fuck yeah, this guy. Photo. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, the photo from the draft. Like, yeah. It doesn't Slept seem like he's someone right. who's, you know, sticking his name. Hard to over. relate to. Exactly. And, like, sure, you know, him saying that about the defense. Like, when you hear, like, Garrett Wilson and the other guys on the offense, like yeah. Conklin and Uzama, like, them talk about Mike White and wearing the Mike fucking yeah. white shirts and all that shit. It's just, you know. They clearly are all in on Mike White, and they believe in him, and they don't feel the same way about Zach Wilson. But one of them happens to be the number two overall pick that the team decided, like, hey, this is going to be our guy going forward. So how long does New York give him? Like, how long does – One game. Uh, one week, yeah. Lions, so, I, I just heard. And then uh-huh. the Lions, yeah. after this season, though, what do they do? Do they cut him? How do they – what do they Try do? Try to trade him. Try to trade him? Is someone going to pick him up? Carolina. I mean, they'll get a fifth round. So yeah. If there's a top pick, him, right? if there's a top pick, who's a quarterback? But it's already time to move on. This is second Carolina. year, right? There's a coach out there that thinks that they could take his talent and make him a good quarterback. But do you think they'll move on already after two years of, like – not even like two full seasons. Obviously, been hurt, benched, all of this. Are they going to wait, Pat? You think they're going to move on from him this quick and just let him go? I don't know. What like this is the whole Purdy thing, dude. Yeah, yeah like exactly. if you have the person on the roster, you're the one that made that decision to have them on the roster. It's always like an ego thing. Everybody always talks about it. Yeah. Like they spent a high draft pick on this guy. It's like I get you spent a high draft pick on that guy, but you didn't spend much on this other guy. So you should be flexing that as opposed to. Yeah being too prideful to let this one fall. Like, I, I just – whoever you have on your roster that can make your team win, you should play. I think Bill Belichick has done that, oh, yeah. like, incredibly. There, yeah. This guy can't draft. This guy can't draft. It's like, well, he's finding fifth-rounders and sixth-rounders that are fucking better than everybody else somehow. So is he able to draft? Maybe just not at the top where everybody else is, where there's a lot of misses. He's a little bit more deep. He's been able to build a great team. But it's like th- that whole thing is interesting with Purdy. That whole thing is interesting with Zach Wilson because – High draft, those picks. That's big time draft capital because of all the expectations that come alongside of it. Because of the things that have happened in the past for a few of those that have been drafted in those situations. Remember, whenever you're talking about a Mount Rushmore, there's only fucking four spots, you yep. know. So mm-hmm. everybody thinks that they're going to get a Mount Rushmore quarterback because the Mount Rushmore quarterback has been found at that position or whatever at that placement of the draft. And it's like a lot of those miss. And if you just keep keep fucking forcing it because they were once there are you going to lose out on somebody that is actually there and you know he's like mike white that guy i don't know we don't know we have no idea but i think it's gonna be tough not to want to find out if you're a jets fan if zach wilson struggles here you know i think that's gonna be a tough thing to want to say like no we don't send mike white somewhere else to go have success like we don't fucking want that you know what i mean are there people making the argument like hey what do you why are you taking quarterbacks up high look at brock take a brock purdy or mike white when was mike white drafted he was like, what, fifth, fifth round? round I think. Fifth? 2018? Are people trying to claim, like, can you just find these guys? Stop wasting high picks on them. Just find these guys in the back half of the draft. Like, is that a thing? Oh, yeah. yeah what are you talking about? 
Mr. Irrelevant fucking doing what he's doing. I know, but can you, is there a way to consistently find guys like that? No. No. The draft is impossible to figure out. I know. We know that. We know that. But that's not how expectations are, though. Expectations are like, hey, this person's going to hit because they're definitely drafted here. I feel, honestly, I feel like we're one of the only, not one of the only people, a lot of people do it, but we were one of the beginning people to talk about, like, well, our draft spectacular, for instance. Nobody getting picked at any spot has any guarantee that they're going to be good in the NFL. No. Maybe one or two people you see like, oh, that's a man that plays and has been rich and is able to handle money and is able to handle a brand new scheme and is able to handle a whole new city yeah. and is able to handle like so many things have to go right for somebody to work out in the NFL. There's we as players, I think, and I've just I as player, I say that obviously I know I'm a punter, but in the locker room, you see so many people with so many high expectations just fizzle out and be shitbirds, and you're like, nah. And then we've seen so many like fourth rounders, fifth rounders, undrafted guys that have yep. come in as free agents, like have success, and it's like it's hard for us to value draft picks as much as everybody else does, right? Yeah. But now that Purdy, if he's going to go on and have success, he's 262. <laughs> now there's an opportunity to always tell that story to every draft pick by every general manager, every media. This guy could become. The next blah, blah, blah. It just opens up the storyline more, which I love and appreciate. But honestly, a lot more credit should be given to the people that make it as opposed to where they're drafted at. It's like almost these people have had to focus in, lock in, and be pros. That's not easy to do, AJ. It's not fucking easy to do. Yeah. It's not easy to make it. And we've talked about it. Pat, you say this all the time. Like The only thing I think we can look at when we look at the draft is these wide receivers and corners are going to come in and do good because that's all they've been doing, and they've been posting mm-hmm. on social of them doing good, and that's why they're ready. But like that's the thing with – the whole Trey Lance situation is similar to Zach Wilson almost. It's like Trey Lance about to go into his third season, and he really hasn't played any football. Yeah. It's like, what do you do next He's year? He's had flashes of good, right? He's yeah. had flashes of great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. we don't really know what he is yet. As a quarter- he doesn't know what he is as a quarterback yet. He hadn't had enough time, I think. Yeah, like this yeah, year he lost he, he lost that week one game in Chicago, but like it's impossible yeah. to count it's that. It's a monsoon. There, monsoon. Yeah. there yeah. was 18 inches of water. Yeah, so like you have no idea what you have, but then like how long do you give Trey Lance? Because if you start out slow next year and you know Brock Birdie's yeah. there, like, okay, you kind of have to go to him. But then you look at a Josh Allen situation, too, where it's like, all right, that guy needed two full seasons before that third mm-hmm. season where he took that massive leap That's to, like, rare. really get his legs under him. Yeah, Isn't is that, that rare? More the, the, rare? The jump that, that Josh Allen Patience. made, I feel like, yeah. doesn't happen that often. I feel like. We're some, he, he was a starter for two years, yeah. pretty yeah, much. Yeah, he started Be- really and he, like, until he really, like, I mean, he made some huge lead. Like, he got he a did. lot, lot better. But they also helped. Like, they went out and got digs right. for him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that makes a fucking The team around difference. him is much yeah, better. Exactly. And he improved. But, yeah, like, a lot of times people thought Josh Allen might be this, like, oh, just this gunslinger with a big arm. Like, Neil O'Donnell. People oh, talk about how strong his arm was. Well, let's not talk about Neil O'Donnell. I okay. love Neil O'Donnell. So I'm a big fan of Neil O'Donnell, Mike Tomczak, okay. everybody. Wait, what? Stop saying it just because he's Irish. People are saying that. I don't like it. Wait, yeah, what do you mean? Fucked up. Huh? You're saying Neil O'Donnell got paid off in the Super Bowl? Yeah, it goes Super Bowl after. That's beat. how bad he was. What about well, Shoeless Joe? He, just, he just yeah, threw, threw those two picks. Two the exact Brown. same picks. The exact same. What if he sues Listen, you for defamation? Huh? He just, could sue you. Sorry, allegedly. What are you saying? Oh, okay, this is a this is that comment I just read on the. Uh, That's right. <laughs> what did they say you are? What they call you? Left, called you Tucker left, Tucker left Carlson wing, Diggs, left wing weirdo, far right wing tone, far far right wing tone. Well, and just a couple quick things here. Like, Tone, I mean, somebody's actually taking you serious, which is awesome. Congratulations. Amazing. Amazing. Very bad. And for, like, 
Mike White and Brock Purdy, like congratulations on yeah. this being a incredibly tough to navigate situation for the modern general manager or head coach in a business that is the NFL, honestly, because yeah. it is a business, 100% a business. And it's also like your resume matters, your ego matters. <laughs> like Everything that happens that you do is getting judged because there's only so many jobs and Congrats to all of them. I hope the best player plays. You know, that's what I hope happens. Yeah, yeah it's sweet for them because they played so damn well that they're putting their teams in this, you know, situation. Yes. But you just said it about Buffalo. Like, the 49ers and the Jets, they don't feel like teams that are, like, have the capability to be patient. Like, the Bills had that kind of, like, okay, we have some time here. We're not going to get slaughtered because Sal Capaccio is such a good guy and he won't write it about us like we're terrible. Whereas New York, we know how their media is. And Sam Fran, it just strikes me as a team that they know, hey, we have all these unbelievable players. We've paid all these unbelievable players. And the only thing that we don't have is, like, that franchise quarterback, or they do have it, and they don't know which one to play because there's Lance and Purdy now, and Jimmy G if he comes back. Because of the sheer size of the town of Buffalo, obviously it's going to be a lot smaller in the attack than like a New York City or something like that, but they were taking some, remember? I mean, they were taking some McDermott, Bean, they were taking some people taking shots at them. I think their fans also were very confused about what was going on, and I know Dan Orlovsky said Jalen Hurts uh, has the has grown the most in the history of any quarterback in throwing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think stats, there could be an argument for old Josh Allen as well from year one to Definitely. where he became. Brandon Bean never doubted that he was the guy, ever. And he empowered him, and he got better, and Josh Allen worked. He's an awesome story. But to AJ's point, I don't think there's going to be like fucking 20 more Josh Allens. No. Very rare. They're very rare. I don't think it's going to happen. You're going to get some cowboy, you know, that just has a work ethic of a fucking dog to go get better and a personality that understands he can handle all the criticism. It's it's tough to hit on somebody. And if you find a guy, you got to keep a guy, I think, personally. But who knows? Business is business, AJ. So let's bring back the other active guy who this is his show, Mr. Pat McAfee from Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. what, hotel what hotel you in? Something sweet out there? You don't have to tell us. No, no, no. I'm in a nice little spot. You know, nice little spot. Not too bad. I got a couple things. That this, If we could open, if science could figure out how to have a camera with the backlight being yeah. 4,000 times brighter than the front light and I could have this open, got the strip right behind me. You know, Ooh. Vegas is it's a little cold. It's a little really? colder than I thought. In Nevada. Yeah, last night was chilly when I got in here. I didn't expect that. I guess it is the desert. Cold at night. I'm a Nevada guy, personally. I'm Nevada, too. What are you guys? Nevada. Tone? Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada. Con? Against what? (laughs) You're Nevada. You're definitely Nevada. Nevada. You just said Nevada. (laughs) What about Evie? What are you? Nevada. See? Nevada. Really? So is this a regional? It's not a regional. That doesn't sound real. (laughs) Nevada. Nevada. There it is. There's the... Thanks, Gertie. What about you? Nevada. Whoa. Nevada. Hell yeah. Nevada. Okay. I wonder if it's regional. It doesn't matter. We'll get to the bottom of that at a later date. Maybe a different (laughs) show, Pat. But let's get to our picks, man. What do you think? Let's do this. You ready? Hell yeah. Zeke, if you could pod those things up. Man, oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? What a professional program this is. No more bye weeks. That's great news because every time I'm wondering about somebody, I realize they're on a bye week. I feel like I forgot that they were in the league almost at times. Concur. 
Okay, Saturday slate. Man, tomorrow, 1 p.m. Let's go. This is awesome. I like this. I I love what we're doing here. We have the Colts traveling to Minnesota to take on the Vikings, and the Colts are three-and-a-half-point dogs. What do you think, Pat? Jeez. Yeah, three-and-a-half seems like that should maybe be more. Don't you think you should give me, like, plus five-and-a-half, plus six-and-a-half here? Well, you know, FanDuel is an unbelievable company, and they've got it at three-and-a-half, so that's what we have to go with. All right, give me the Colts plus three and a half. Don't love it. Was really? going to be there for this game. I uh, was going to be there for this game because, um, you know, our relationship with old Victor the Viking oh. and others, I was going to try to go to this game and be there, boots on the ground to watch the Colts take on the Vikings, especially in that stadium, which I have immense respect for the environment that it's going to be there. <laughs> but Jeff Saturday had a bye week. And, and we all know Jeff, Jeff Saturday undefeated after a bye week in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay? So give me Jeff Saturday <laughs> and the Colts figuring some things out. Don't love that T.Y. Hilton was available and did not play for the Colts playing elsewhere. Uh, that doesn't you know, certainly sit well with the fans. You probably feel a certain way about that whole thing, but they are happy for T.Y. I hope T.Y. has success. But give me the Colts team that I know nothing about really at this stage of the game when I really should to go into Minnesota and cover three and a half points. With that being said, give me Minnesota minus three Jesus. and a half at home. Next game, Saturday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in Cleveland. Baltimore, two and a half point dogs at Cleveland. Who's the starting quarterback for Baltimore right Huntley. here? Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley's a good player. Why are they two and a half point dogs? He got dinged up last week. I know. Still, they just don't have, they don't have any faith in him being 80%. Nope, it's not. it's not a divisional battle. It's the home team. Pat, what do you think here? Dude, this one's tough. Like, this how is Deshaun going to be? Is Deshaun going to play well? Like, he Probably has not. not almost feels like the Browns are the right pick here. Almost feels like the Browns are the right pick just because of how absurd it looks and sounds. Yeah. What do you think? You know what? I'm going to take the Browns. I'll, I'll jump out ahead of you. I don't know what you're going to pick. I will take the Browns just off of pure instincts that I've felt right now. I was going Ravens until then, but. Give me the Browns. All right, I'll go Browns as well. I'm not going to take that as an L there. I don't know that one. I'll just take <laughs> <laughs> That should be a good game. I'm excited to watch that game. That's going to be a tough battle. Browns still got the run game, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. What oh. time's your game tee off? 2.30. 2.30 Eastern? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what time's my dentist appointment? 2.30. Honestly, you could easily. Kirk may even have. You should have an iPad on your side with these NFL yes. games playing. I've, I've worked with guys a million times that have an iPad playing of their like, other well, college. You're focused on the Vegas Bowl. Okay? You don't just fall into the Vegas Bowl. Okay? This is the. This is the bowl game of all bowl games. Jackpot. But what better way to honor Vegas by betting on games that are going on and reacting to them as people in Vegas would? (laughs) So I'm doing the first thing. Very Mm -hmm. vague, great cowboy hat. You look amazing. I um, that's from that that hat will last you a lifetime. You treat it right. I don't think so. I will certainly be having money on these games. Here we go. But I will not be watching them. I'll be dialed in to Florida, Oregon State. I'll have to get updated later. So we like. I like the Colts. You like the Vikings. We both like the Browns. You, do you like that cowboy hat? I, this honestly feels really good. It looks good. Yeah, it looks good. I, I'm very uh, inexperienced with cowboy hats, but I, I understand what digs. I understand what the fuss is all about. Yeah, as soon as you put it on, it changes. <laughs> and I'm very pale-skinned human, too. I get burnt very easily. This would yeah, be very perfect. conducive for me. I should play golf in a cowboy hat. You should. You should. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you're out in the yard uh, just fucking doing yard stuff, you should wear one. I know you're a big yard guy, Oh, yeah. You talk about it all the time. Yeah. Edging, mulching. Yeah. 
You what? Edging? What? Aerating? What? What? What is that, Con? <laughs> what? Is there more than one form? <laughs> what? I didn't know what you were doing. What's the about? next game? Zeke, pull them up for us, please. Okay, here we go. Did you take the Browns, uh, Pat? He did. Yep. Saturday, 8.15 p.m. Eastern. Dolphins travel to Buffalo. Josh Allen and the crew. Jordan Poyer. Dolphins are seven-point dogs. they got to be offended by that, don't they? I'd assume they wish it was colder. It's going to be. Give me the Bills. Yep. Yeah, give me the Bills all the way around here. Oh. Bills minus seven. Man, now we get to our Sunday games. Falcons traveling to New Orleans. So is this uh, is the Red Rocket under center here for the Saints? Somehow. And Desmond Ritter. For some reason, yeah. Oh, Desmond Maybe. Ritter. Yeah. Ooh, what do we think? You know what? Give me the Falcons. I like the new rookie quarterback starting Desmond Ritter. I saw a lot of what he did in college. I know you've worked his games before in college. Give me the Falcons. Yeah, I was going to ask Tone. Tone, what's brand new, fresh starting quarterback games like? Uh, I would normally go with the uh, veteran here, but I think it's bullshit that Jameis isn't playing, so fucking take the Falcons. All right. I'll take Desmond Ritter. Okay. I feel like we just well started said. a new one there. All right. Fresh right. new quarterback starting. Speaking now. of, Zach Wilson's back at home. Under Are they underdogs at home? Yeah. yeah. One and a half one and points. And a half. So, Line so didn't move, Jets though. Fans. Really. Biggest game in seven years for this program. Jets fans, you should know that your 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 dogs at home in December against a team for a reason. This isn't the same old Lions against the Lions. It's the brand, brand. New, new Lions. Yeah, give me the Lions. Hell yeah, Lions minus yeah. one and a half. Jeez, this is a tough one for me. I'm going Lions too. Honestly, I have faith in what Golf has been doing. Let's now go, boys. he could easily poop down Let's his go. leg, as Mike Cole would say. But I think. I like Jared Goff. Minus one and a half. We're both on the lines here. We agree too much, but Kansas City travels to no, Houston. Good. Houston is 14-point dogs. I, again, I don't know. These huge lines always make it difficult. The Chiefs could lose this game or they could win by 50. We don't know. What do you think here, Pat? I think 14 I think 14 is different than 17 and a half or 28, which is the all-time leader. There's big ones they don't cover. Give me the Chiefs to cover this one in Houston. Dome. Gonna feel good. It's a fast track down there. Mm. I think it's good news for the Chiefs, not mm-hmm. bad news for the Chiefs. Yeah. All right. Give me the Chiefs at, at plus fourteen or minus fourteen. Uh, there. I would, I'll oh, take I a plus fourteen if you need there. to. I thought you were taking the Texans there. No, I, I wanted to find a way to take the Texans, but I don't yeah. feel good about Come the on. Texans. There's plenty of hat. plenty of Cowboys in Kansas City. You know that they got True. some of the best barbecue out there. Right. Yeah, but there's a bull right there. Where? Right there in Houston. It's the logo. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, give, cool. me the, give me the Chiefs, uh, minus 14. We're moving on. Eagles. Oh. Eagles traveling to Chicago. Sorry about it, Zeke. Nine-point dogs Whoa. are the Bears at home against the Eagles. I'm honestly a bit surprised it's not bigger. Yeah. Aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Is, are, we, are we expecting some elements? Is that why they don't? They're, it's not going to be a high fly? That's better. That's better. Yeah, it's better for the Eagles. Yeah. This is a weird line. It is. Uh, just like yesterday's. Give me the Eagles. There. Give you the Eagles, Eagles minus nine. Yeah, I'll take the Eagles in minus Chicago. nine too. Yeah, give me the Eagles minus nine until they hey, we're, prove we're on me the different. same side of a lot of things. I don't think you're supposed to take the Eagles there, right? Like a lot of people are going to take the Bears plus oh, nine or yeah. no. Well, that's uh, yeah. same, the, the good thing is there's not. What do you mean? There's no right or wrong. We do whatever we want. Same with the Texans too. Last week the Chiefs oh, got up right. twenty-seven nothing. All of a sudden Broncos come back thirty-four twenty-eight. We will lose by three. There's a way to think, like, <laughs> but like the Eagles haven't been great on the road, but um, the Bears, uh, they are what zero and four ATS their last four, so it's not like they've been playing great. Either. So Sweet, give me the Eagles. 
Eagles, do you have them as well? I do. They're yeah. so fun to watch. They're they like are. The yeah. That NFC is fucking awesome. Dominant. You're right. That's whew, it's, the playoffs are going to be fun. Here we go. Steelers traveling to Carolina. Is uh, our guy Darnold still the starter in Carolina? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All He's right. Undefeated. Steelers are three-point dogs. Digs. How does that feel? Well, I don't, they don't know who the backup quarterback that's going to be starting is going to be. So, so I feel like that's pretty fucking standard. Got a good squad around them. The Panthers. Miles Jones. Wow. Doubtful. Okay. You're taking the Panthers minus three? Wow. You know what? Give me the Steelers plus three. No matter Who knows who the quarterback Maybe Bubby Brister plays T.J. Watt still playing? Yes, TJ. TJ banged up with a rib injury. Though. Yeah, he's he's banged up, but he's playing, right? Yeah, but he's been very. He's tough as nails. He'll be fine, right? He's, he's been very what? They just lost their starting uh, one of the starting DNs to ACL for the year. Jesus, mm-hmm. oh. Wormley, Steelers. Yeah. When it rains, it pours. I was just gonna say that. Give me the Panthers. Cool. Give me the Steelers. <laughs> it will be a home game. They're coming the bunches, so. Con. You know that, right? Turnovers. I'm gonna hit all the cliches. Okay, Cowboys traveling to Jacksonville, take on the Jags. What is the deal? Yes, this is another line. Yeah, what do you mean? Sense. I'm confused. People give mean? the Jags a lot of credit. The yeah, they're good. Okay, yeah. give me the Jags plus four. <laughs> I'm going strictly off instincts in the moment, and that's what I feel right now. Okay, I'll take the Cowboys minus four. Just yep. I want the Cowboys like- to win, honestly, though. I want them to win as a fan of a lot of people on their staff because they have a ton of old Green Bay people there. Big Mike. But the Jacksonville Jaguars – I don't know why. How right is now. that? I like four your instinct, points. dude. Read your instinct. Read I, your I instinct. have to trust my instincts. I could go zero and seventeen or whatever. We'll see. This is how I have to do it. That's 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 down in Duval. Yeah. So yeah. We, we know that Jackson. old buddy's going to be jumping around, right, before exactly. the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jackson Deville is going to bring his A game. So maybe that's what they're judging in here is like the Jacksonville pool parties and the Jacksonville people and the Florida people Good going. Club, are they just counting the Cowboys? Good. Just. Laying an egg—is that what they're what they're counting on? Yeah, I don't know. Jacksonville's good. Jacksonville's good. Yeah, Jacksonville's offense the last couple weeks. I mean, last week especially, yeah. like they looked great. All right, I'll take the Cowboys. All right, T Y too. Oh yeah. Okay, oh, I, I would like the Cowboys to win, but I'm picking Jacksonville plus four on this one. Okay, Cardinals wow. Broncos. Here Ooh, we go, everybody. Ball. Yep, Simeon here. versus McCoy. This is the national TV game, right? Is this this like Romo? are there two yeah. worst franchises no, as far as like on fire in the NFL right now? Dude, like, it's well, hard. It's hard to look at the Broncos like that. Like they're such a historic okay. franchise. So the was, Cardinals are a good mainly, franchise too. I was too, mainly though. leading to you know. Um, GM's not there. The O line coach stuff that's going on. Cliff yeah. and Kyler hate each other. So the GM Kyler AC. The color commentator. The color commentator. Third DUI. He got oh. fired. The color commentator. Cleveland St. Louis Cardinals. No, no, no. Isn't it? I thought it was Arizona. It might be the play by play guy. Arizona as well. Either way. Maybe not. Either way. I mean, it's that. So what's going on out there, man? That building is too much fun. Scottsdale's Phoenix is awesome. Yeah, it's Dude, tough it to. Tough I think to it's focus. Tough to stay focused. To focus. <laughs> Too many temptations. These tough out there. Phoenix is such a great city. Well, with that being said, who do you think is going to win this ball game? The Cardinals are three point dogs in Denver. Give me the Cardinals plus three. That game's going to be a one point game. Yeah. Yep. We know if, do we know if Russ is playing or not? Not any word on his concussion water helping or anything. <laughs> not I don't know sure. if it takes. Not yeah, sure. I mean, this will be the time, right, to wheel it out. Oh yeah, I had some people mention our coverage of Team Three last to me last night in Seattle. Really? They As in it. what? Yeah, we'll have to talk about that sometime in the Thunderdome. Hell yeah! I assume they liked it. In the think tank. I assume it's a positive reaction. Hmm. He yeah, was limited. He was limited in practice yesterday. Oh, he's playing. All right, sweet. He's playing. He's that's playing. Wolverine blood. 
popping through his brain. Mm-hmm. A lot of great things out in front of him. Done a lot of made a lot of plays in the past. Going to make a lot in the future, Pat. So give me the Cardinals at plus three on that game. Mm-hmm. What about you? you yeah, one point game. We both think so. That would have been a two for there. Uh, Patriots Raiders. Here we go. Bill Belichick traveling to Josh McDaniel's mm. new home out here in Sin City. I will say that um, this particular game might be the reason why. We're going to have to say that Derek Carr is him the stroke. I'm bouncing back and forth here, dude. I think, I think this could be the end. I mean, could you yes. imagine the Patriots this, beat this, this team? This puts it over the top, though, right? I think Josh Jacobs just got named a captain, too. Yeah, he yeah. did. That's good, that's good vibes. That's good, mo- that's good mojo over there. But if – like, the Patriots beating this Raiders team would be crazy because the Raiders, you know, it seems like, and this is us just judging on the short-term history here, they'll win a bunch of games we don't expect them to win, and then in the end they're not there, right? And yeah. then are they in the middle of doing that right now? Are they in the middle of doing – are they in the middle of winning and playing good football and stuff like that? And are they turning it around? Are the Raiders going to be okay? I know where I'm going. Patriots stayed out there all week. They had Arizona on oh, Monday night, and they've been already. out there since. In Vegas they stayed? In Vegas. Oh, Ar- Arizona. Because uh, well, Scottsdale, believe, we just said what happened to Scottsdale. I believe uh, Jeb <laughs> Fish, the former QB coach for the Patriots, who's now the head coach at Arizona, they practiced there all week. They did. I am torn. AJ, what do you like here? I like the Raiders minus one and a half. I think this is the time when the Raiders might win some games. I really do. Fool. We thought they were good, and then who they lose to last week? That yeah. Baker and the Rams. Crash. Either way, we don't know. But I think the Raiders. They didn't have a here. book on Baker. They book. They're, they're drawing up plays. You're right. You're right. I like the Raiders as well. Give oh. it to me. Okay. Good. I like that pick. Next one, Tennessee. A bad pick. Bad is, uh, Tennessee bad, bad playing pick. the Chargers 425 on Sunday. Tennessee's three point dogs. Still confused by that as well. Well, because give me the Chargers. Yeah, the the mm-hmm. whole variable coach thing. It's kind of gone down the tube since they got embarrassed last weekend the week before. Oh, I forgot they got claiming, embarrassed. Like, what, you're claiming Braves isn't a good coach anymore? Is that what they're saying? No, they got embarrassed yeah, at home two that? weeks in a row. Yeah. But now we're on the road, and they think it's going to continue against the Chargers? What was that? What did he just say about Braves there? I don't know. What, do what's think? going on? Is something out there with Braves that we don't know? No, I'm just what? saying we had that whole conversation after the Packers-Titans uh, primetime game. Yeah, okay. yeah, so what are you saying now? What are you saying now? You're saying, saying he's not a good coach? Guy? I'm saying the script has kind of well, flipped these past two weeks. So if anything, oh, I'm wow. saying that we're due for the opposite of what we've been seeing. Oh, Braves back. Yes, yeah. but, you know, this is also similar to the Patriots must win for the Chargers. I'm taking Titans plus three here all day long. I think they're going to win the game. What about you, Pat? <sighs> These are tough. This is a tough. This is a tough lineup this week, huh? Oh I mean, yeah. This is. There's a lot of like oh, huge games. What's the deal? All of them seem almost impossible. The more we pick them, the harder it seems to get as the season goes. Because like, well, yeah, this season, which has team been are we going to get? Clusterf- what do we get each week? Week to week, it's so hard. I feel like it's it's a clusterfuck. These games, five year low in scoring, and then some defenses go, and then every once in a while, some team would just lay an egg out of nowhere, and it's like not a deal. And then it, some teams rattle off like four straight losses this year. Has been absurd. Give me the Chargers. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like it. The perfect example of that too is the Jags. Like the Jags, they'll suck one week and then there'll be a sure. massive spread and then they will beat the team outright as the underdog and then they come back here against the Cowboys who have been one of the best teams in the league and, and they're only four. and they're only four point dogs. Yeah, like, what do they know? No what do they know that we don't know? These odds I don't know. It's changed though. We know stuff now. Yeah. Remember, yeah. we won a Super Bowl. And that was the thought last night. And you oh, guys are yeah. both one and zero oh, too. Is that Good oh, point. this is weird. This shouldn't be a three point spread. You guys ignored it because you're smarter than that. We know. What we know now. They're and worried about us now. The you're right. Covered. The Fanduel guys worried about us. The dude mm-hmm. with the accent. They're worried about us overthinking. We they, don't have a spread problem. They have an us problem. But oh, bingo. Yeah. And but, they know if we trust our instincts, we don't lose. They don't stand a chance. All right, FanDuel, they're screwed. That's a bad partnership they just made yeah. with you a couple last year, Pat. Better call the FanDuel. Yeah, you're damn right. We're taking it all. Damn right. I need a loan. <laughs> We're taking it all. Okay. Bengals travel to Tampa Bay, take on Tom Brady in the squad, 425. On Sunday, Bengals are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Give me the Bengals. Yep. Give me the Bengals. This is the Bengals time of year, I feel Fuck like. Fuck stink. Isn't it? Do the Bucks stink? Do they stink? Run that video. Run that video. Run that video. Oh, yeah. We want to run the video. Before you get those stats, Tone, I didn't know this video existed until Foxy sent it to me this morning and said, hey, we have this video. Yeah. This is interesting. Is this the whole thing or just the back end of it, Foxy? Back end. Okay. So he was asked about coaches. There was a report that coaches are learning of game plan changes during the game that Tom Brady – yeah, Bucks wire. Tom Brady tweaks game plans. Coaches discover changes during the games, okay, which would be a wild miscommunication malpractice. Like, that would be an insane thing to happen during a game. It's like, oh, we ran that play differently than we were practicing it all week. I didn't know that was going to happen. That's what coaches are saying. That's hilarious. This is what Tom Brady said whenever he was asked about that, basically. No, I have no idea. I mean, anybody could write anything and say whatever they want. So, no. Yeah. Yeah. I want to make sure that that didn't sound right. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to respond to every. Next question. So, he didn't answer it. It's weird. He didn't answer the question. That ain't Tom. He didn't answer the question. He did sound perturbed. I'm not going to answer every single fucking rumor, which I can understand. By the way, I can't. I get it. For sure. But. I wish we would have asked AQ about this in the middle of this, but that seems like drama. This this team here has just had – he misses training camp, and then Todd yep. Bowles misses him, and he misses some more. It's like drama, drama, drama. I don't understand how it's happened. I hope – Is he a bad guy for changing it? No. It's Tom Brady. If he's – you say if he's changing – So why would plays? he not say yes? I don't because it's probably being reported as like a negative, and he doesn't want to f- – I don't know. Maybe I mean, no if it is happening, maybe it's something that's not really talked about much, and the, the coaches know. Like Tom's going to come undercut. I don't know. Makes the I coaches kind of seem pretty inept. If yeah, he, like, and he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to publicly do that to his team and his coaches yeah. too. If it is changed, like I don't know. What do you got? Do you think he's doing it? Isn't it also ha- possible that he was doing this? What's shit it mean? Last year and the year before, and like they were having success, and it's not a big deal. But now they're not winning games, so it's like he's coming under fire for doing it. Like if, if he's changing things and everyone's not on the same page, that's a big deal. Like if other players are like, well, I thought we were doing it this way and other and no one knows, but I, that's not the case, is it? What do we AJ, what's it mean? What's this mean? If he's – will you see pop the quote up again? I want to see what the quote was saying he did. What exactly are they saying Tom does? Change game plan. Okay, here, tell us. Tweak game plan yeah, tweak. and they see the change – Coaches yeah. discover changes during games. If he's tweaking the game plan, they're going to notice before the game because he's going to run it during the week think. in practice. Yeah. They're going to be. I've heard. I heard the report that they turn in the whatever the 
the whole game plan comes in, and then Tom kind of changes it overnight, and they come in Thursday morning or yes. whatever, and it has Tom's changes to it. Yeah, the only thing I can think of, uh, and Pat, we've talked about this with the man in the arena, is that Bill Belichick, they used to watch film until Saturday, yeah. and on Sunday, Sunday, morning, day of. Yeah, they'll come in, and they'll see something on film they saw Saturday night, they'll change it on Sunday, and then use that, even if on Wednesday they were doing a completely different thing. So I could see it being that, because Tom probably yeah. carried that to Tampa. Probably little tweaks here and there that Tom does like, that he has learned over the years. It could just be not nearly not a big kind deal. Of at explains all. a lot, though. If he's doing, I don't that. know. What do you mean, Tone? Yeah, what you, I'm excited to hear what you mean. Like, I assume, like with him and his ex, they like had plans all week to go to uh, Applebee's, and then they're in the car uh, and they pull into the Olive Garden parking lot, and she's like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" Okay, <laughs> I thought I was getting half price apps. Yeah, yeah. what are they doing? The Olive Garden. I thought I was getting lot? fucking uh, Terramana fucking. Read us. Yeah. But here we are at OG's, and I got to eat these fucking breadsticks again. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it all makes sense. Diggs, thanks for wrapping up. It does. It does. That might be. Nobody has brought that up on maybe being the reason why they're in the predicament they're in. And we hope everybody's happy long term there, obviously, both of them. But that thing about Bill Belichick changing shit like day of game, I don't think that's normal. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's why the NFL world reacted the way it did whenever it was man in the arena. Like, Belichick and who's the old guy used to be? Ernie Adams. Ernie Adams would go out during warm-ups and have eyes on a player. And I guess they would come back in and, like, pull the iPad out and be like, hey, we were thinking about doing this all week. We've been talking about this. We just got eyes on this guy. He's not looking as good as he was, you know, last week or whatever. We're mm-hmm. actually going to change it to this. So whenever you see this, we're going to change it. They're making those like they're making those all the way up until kickoff time. I, I think when most teams are not doing that, AJ, is that right? You're, no, I think you're correct. Most teams will not change it right up until game time. A lot of times, I'm sure you saw this, Pat, when you're practicing on Friday would be our last like real practice. Is that Ernie, Fast Ernie Adams? Yeah, and if we had some, say you had a call on defense, like a blitz or an offense had a play that they liked. But normally we talk about on defense, if there's a blitz the linebackers liked. If we mess it up on Thursday, a coach would be like, you guys, if you don't get it right tomorrow, we're throwing this thing out. Yeah. And if, it, if we put it on film in practice in one of the 30 plays we run on Friday and we mess it up for a second time, there's no chance that's going to be in the game plan. Like, it's gone. Perfect. Throw it out! Yep. Yeah, they did that all the way up to the Super Bowl, too. Uh, Pat, I'm not sure if you remember. I think you showed me this is the Julio Jones. They went out um, against oh, yes. Atlanta. They went out and his watched. Foot. Yeah, and his foot. He couldn't break one way, so they they changed how they were going to cover him. And that's day of Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let Jeez. alone week 15. Yeah. And I, I and I would assume that whenever Tom started doing that, I assume he's always done that. But when he started doing that with these coaches that maybe didn't always do it, mm-hmm. it was quite a. You want to change? We can't. We've literally practiced this. Yeah, well, it's not going to work. We just found out it's not going to work. So let's just do this. Like, that's easy change. Everybody just needs, hey, listen, instead of doing this, now you're doing this on that. And there's going to be some people in there, like, okay, because that's the thing that Patriots are. Like, everybody's smart football players, right? Like, high football IQ. Week to week. It's not easy to necessarily do that everywhere, maybe. You know, AJ, maybe that's a thing. Yeah, when they're losing 35 to fucking (laughs) 7 against the Niners, I think there's more than just, you know, game plan changes Brady's making that's causing them trouble. You think they're throwing them under the bus right now? A little bit. Kind of feels like that, yeah. Yeah. Very easy to point to the guy who, you know, and, hey, I'm not going to stand up for Brady at any point, you know, but it's easy to throw the guy who missed training camp, who's going through all the the off-the-field stuff under the bus, who's bringing negative attention to the team. You can throw them under the bus, but, you know, when they talk about Leonard Fournette, they're not talking about him being 300 pounds this season. You know, it's, it's too completely. That was a big deal in camp. Yeah, it was. Well, he's he's big body. Big body. All right, so give me the Bengals. 
Yep. Yeah, I got the Bengals as well. Here, last one for us to pick before the Monday night game. Sunday night football, New York Giants, four and a half point dogs Ooh. against the Washington Commanders. What is the world coming to? What are we doing? How are they dogs of the Commanders? I guess, I don't know. All of these Commanders, throw 76%, me off. 76% chance to make the playoffs. You're right. Commanders I'm not as. Spot. I acted like I was flabbergasted by that line. I am not anymore. <laughs> I don't know why I initially reacted that way to this line. You, were thinking, of be, Car- oh, you were thinking of Carson's Commanders. Honestly? Yeah. I don't want to make it a shot at anybody, but I think I was. Mm-hmm. These are Taylors. Well, and also, the Giants at the beginning of the year were a wagon wagon. Look at this line. You know, like the beginning of the year. Yeah. Green Bay and London. Yeah. Yeah, they're jacked. They, those professional guys right there, AJ. They're jocked. Jocked. They're jocked. They're jocked. Just like you. Oh, hey, God. great graphic here, Dirty. Great yeah. graphic. I see it, Gertie. Chase Young playing? <gasps> I believe I. Is this the one I, he's I back for? I believe he might be. I think it, this is the one that Ooh. had circled. What if he just wow. goes off? Might. Six Dude, sacks. This is tough. <gasps> Pick six. I think he's always in a dogfight, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four and a half's a lot, it feels like, for a division game. Like, I think Commanders win. Feels like yes. Heineke grits Sunday, out and finds a way to win. 20. Sunday night football. Four and a half. Give me the Giants plus four and a half. Yeah. Give me the Washington Commanders. You, oh, minus four and a half. Oh, you're okay. Call me apologist. What'd you call me? Did you say another word? <laughs> call me apologist. No, you said yeah. something else, though. A different word. Where someone, when someone <laughs> likes to watch someone do something with their spouse. Did you call me that? A cuckold? No, yeah, I didn't oh, call okay. you I'm that. I'm just checking. It's fine, if, it's fine if you did. Words can't hurt. Calm down, boys. Calm down. How you doing over there, Pat? Uh, you guys just doing your little cuck conversation. I'm just, you know, to be honest, I think I just got a little tired. What I do you do the rest of the day? I got a production thing coming up here in a you little bit. You going to practice? I think we're gonna... like... uh, yeah, I think we got a talk thing. Ooh, yeah, you just go to like a dance-off between the two teams oh. that they always do. The you got to MC it. The, the, the play, That's guys... not what the Vegas Bowl The Vegas Bowl is about ball. Oh, okay. yeah. Hell yeah. Respect. You guys going the out Vegas to the Bunny Bowl... Ranch? Isn't that out there? No. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Rest in Where peace. people go fornicate for it is legal? Yeah. Rest in I don't peace. think it's in Las Vegas, though. I, think I mean, it's, outside. That's out of here. It's like yeah. a 40, it's about 40, 40 minute, minute drive. Yeah. Why'd you guys know so fast? Well, just traffic. Because I was a big drive. Dennis Hoff fan. Yeah. Rest, rest in peace. peace. Didn't Lamar Four have like a miles. residency there? <laughs> yeah. He damn near Odom. died there. Yeah. Lamar yeah. Odom. He had like legit was like a house there. Army Amy was there. Who? They had a show. Yeah. I remember they had a show. HBO had a show back in the day. Air Force Amy. Army Amy. There was one time I was in Vegas. There was one time I was out here when I was young. And I think somebody approached us with, like, an opportunity to go meet Air Force Amy or whatever. Like, I think that was – and they, they pitched that show. What was the show, the name of the show? Was it Cat House? Yeah. Wait, what do you there mean the is. opportunity to go meet her? Yeah, like, it meet, she was doing a meet greet. I don't know if that was at oh. the fuck place or it was at, like, down the strip here in Vegas. Bookstore. But nonetheless, that's like they were presenting – that's how I learned of that show. Like the a person, a promoter, was telling me that I could come meet her, and I was like, "Who? That's a great name. Who? Who is this?" You know, and I was excited. Like, is this a? I don't know what it was. And then, oh, she's a star of the show Cat House. Cat House. What's this? And it was like a fifteen minute conversation I had with said person. Got all the information. Didn't get her autograph. It felt like it was just a ploy to get us down to that uh, bunny thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. sure. It's a hall, though. I heard it's a hall. I didn't. Even, I was just told it's a long drive. I didn't know the exacts fucking out there though middle of the desert i'm not trying i'm trying not to drive out in the middle of the desert yeah, no thanks. i've seen i remember watching the hbo show like how awkward would that be dudes like walk in there's a little bar and they like have a lineup right and these yeah. dudes are hanging out like talking to each other and then it's like okay they just let's just slip back here how does that work i don't know i think exactly it's interesting. Just think, yeah, i know but i'm saying like, yeah. i'm just talking like yeah. the the initial awkwardness wouldn't it be really weird i don't think those All dudes care yeah if mm-hmm. you're 
you're checking in like I'm saying, ranch, no, I, don't, I don't think you're worried about that. No judgment either way. I'm just saying the uh, like, yeah, I don't get the yeah. whole. All hey, Hoff made a lot, right? Yeah, he made a shit with oh, money. That guy was a marketing genius, <laughs> yeah. wasn't he? I'm sure he has things all over the place. Uh, it's oh, six yeah. hours and 22 minutes away from Vegas. Six that hours? Can't be true. These guys said 45 minute drive. Is that a walk? Yeah, is that walking? Yeah, are you walking what? there? <laughs> oh, I hope we did. Or do you click bicycle on yeah. the directions? It has that too. I'm you, telling you, you will it if you have like, yeah. It sounded like it was a walk. Z, did we get it? We did <laughs> the amount of people that? that have made the trek. I'm, um, I'm doing more research here. <laughs> I don't think Lamar's driving six, six and a half hours. hours from Vegas. <laughs> six hours. And, I, just I don't doesn't know. seem fiscally know. responsible. Well, he had, a, he had a one-way ticket. He wasn't leaving, so I don't know if it mattered. I tell you, has he made a full recovery, Lamar Odom? Uh, has anyone seen him? Like, does he... Is he walking, talking, everything's cool? Because he was like, he was in rough, rough shape. Be, People right? thought he was dead. Be super, super I don't know how he didn't die. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. If, yeah, they came into the room and there were like 100 empty Red Bulls and like a bunch of buckets of KFC. Yeah, it was like bad what? news. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. He's killing Red Bulls like that? Yeah, I think that was, you know, ticker. That was yeah. one of the issues. Well, dong pills too, I'm guessing, right? A well, lot of those? Yeah, a lot of those as well. Wait, so what is this? A bunny ranch is up north. And then uh, Vegas is down south there. So it's a Carson City. That far of a drive, really? Carson City? So it's not even close to Vegas. Yeah, unless I have the wrong direction. Is it still in the same state? For the the ranch. This one uh, says uh, 80 miles northeast of Vegas. There you go. That sounds a little more powerful. Oh, there's there's more. There's multiple places. Guys got franchises. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) multiple establishments, right? Like Tim Hortons. Man. Don't go out there, Pat. Don't go out there. Tim Hortons. Don't you worry about me, buddy. I think you're going to see me in a couple different places. This so you, hotel room, a blackjack table, what? and a Legion Stadium. Hell That's yeah. That's all you're going to see. Woo. You know, you can, uh, in Vegas, they can still like smoke cigs at the table, That's so you can probably smoke God coke at the table. Right. Yeah, like my wife's out here for the Adele concert. Just oh, so happened sweet. to be like same, um, same weekend, and Herb Street invited me out to call the Vegas Bowl alongside him or whatever. And I was like, all right, sweet. We'll just kind of make a weekend of it or whatever. Nice. My wife's pregnant, you know. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, she has like a superhero sense of smell. So I guess yesterday she was walking around, and the texts that I was getting from her were like, you know, people still very much smoke inside casinos or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? 2022, she was just, I guess there's smoke everywhere. It's the only place left. I think it's the only place left, yeah. really, you can mm-hmm. smoke indoors, isn't it? Last Pretty great much. American establishment. You can smoke in casinos around here. <laughs> can you? Oh, yeah. Iowa, too. Buffalo. Where? Around here, you could smoke in all the casinos around here. You know what was sweet is the uh, uh, the encore at the wind there at Derek Jeter's charity event that I'd go to uh, multiple, a couple times. Yeah, oh, like, boom, yeah, yeah boom, 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 drop it, yeah, boom, all boom, over the boom. place. But I would there's like a bar there at the encore thing we'd sit at, and I could sit there at the bar and smoke cigars indoors. Yeah, in a, like a bar, which I'd never done. And that's the only place you're able to do that. So really. am I allowed to just smoke dope there then? Probably, huh? probably, Whatever yeah. You want. Especially sure, if it's legal. Why not? Whatever you want, pal. Maybe. Planet 13's out here, that weed dispensary store. I'm going to try to make some time for it. Yeah, get that coffee, too. That fucking coffee there was unbelievable. It was. They had great. Oh, from a dispensary? I know. know. It was like a cafe. It was just like Oh, just good coffee? Yeah. This dispensary is like a Walmart. Mm -hmm. It has a cafe inside of it. Bucky's. It has like 89 registers. Hell yeah. Callback, Z. A couple days ago. Hell yeah, I love Bucky's. Texas. Gas station. Hell yeah. Walmart gas Well, you can do that. If you, uh, you're probably at production meeting, so will you talk to both coaches today? So they had meetings earlier in the week with one set of the coaches. Remember, they scheduled them for 12 mm-hmm. Eastern. Yeah. Yep. I was not During able to. Show, yeah. I was not able to make it. It's tough. So I think I'm only talking to one team, which means I'll probably be pretty 
Pulling for that. Team. Team <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we hear, if we hear you say, "Now we were talking to Coach Johnson yesterday," like, if we hear you continue to talk about only one team, then we know. Yeah, you also hear me say, "Like Herb, we got a chance to chat with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like whoever else." Didn't you say that he said? What did you say that he said? You know, a lot of that. Have you seen Dave Pash yet? <laughs> I have not. I think I'm about to go meet him. He's I think good. He's there. got big time pipes. He really does. Oh yeah. He he works with Walton, right? That's yep. all everybody said. Mm-hmm. Bill, I heard he's a great guy. Everybody, the producer, I guess, great dude. I guess everybody's part of this. Great people. Nice. Well, it should so be we'll fun, see. man. We're gonna have to watch. What time's the game uh, kickoff? Two Don't worry about it. Okay. Two thirty Eastern. Get to what you gotta do? You'll Two-thirty see us Eastern. on Twitter. You'll see us on Twitter. Gumpy will be ripping vids. Hey, baby Gump. Maybe I will, Pat. Well, I, uh, we're gonna we're gonna drop off for the weekend, Pat. Okay. We're going to drop off the hey, line, take a little bit of a break. We fucking hit the Super Boost, Adrian. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Plus 750. <laughs> Plus 750. That's, I, you hit it at that number, too. Like That's a big deal. Huge so it's, deal. Here we go. It's on from here. We're about to have the greatest weekend of all time. Vegas Bowls tomorrow. There's NFL games on Saturday, NFL what? games on Sunday. What? Overreaction Monday what? on the other side. Then we got Week 16, Week 17, what? Week 18. What? Super wild card weekend, what? divisional what? round, championship what? round, what? Super Bowl, Pro Bowl in between there. Christmas. Let's. Go! Woo! Hell yeah! And human side, Christmas, New Year's, right. Natty, Kwanzaa, oh, geez, yeah, semifinal, uh, Pentecost, Chinese Pentecost. New Year, Boxing Day, Boxing Australians yeah. New Year, Is that Boxing for real Day. Boxing? What? Yeah, I That's think they just wake up and everybody just starts fucking yeah. swinging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, was that video of Jake Paul real? I don't. It wasn't so. Jake Paul. Yeah. It's not Jake Paul. Yeah, I didn't think look. so either. It's, I, I thought it was. I watched it a bunch. Did you? I watched the a dude bunch hit him with like a spinning, spinning back, back elbow, though. Yeah, like back el- I'm like, is this MMA or is it boxing? What are we doing? What happened? Well, it- huh? He got whoopy. He got dinged up a bit and yeah. got a little wobbly, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was Jake Paul, though. To be honest, I'm like, Jake Paul's way too athletic to look like that, I think. Like, that, that was yeah, my there's no way thing. that was Jake Paul. Yeah. And if it was, it was a, it was a work. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I don't think it was Don't work yourself into a word trying to think it's a work unless it's a shoot. Well said. And that's with for that sure. being said. Well said, brother. Pat, we're going to take a break. And we'll, we'll be back on Monday. I don't know if there's anything you want to sign off to the, the great listeners and everybody, but good oh. luck this weekend, man. We yeah, can't wait do. to watch you. I do, AJ. Uh-oh. You know what? You're right. Thank you for this mm-hmm. opportunity, AJ. Yep. And thank you for traveling from Ohio over to Indiana on Fridays to host this program live from the Thunderdome. You look fantastic in that cap, and you look fantastic behind cool. that desk. You're an absolute gentleman. Thank you for spending time out of your life and saying something nice about me to the athletic. Ty, you too. You got it. To everybody else in that building, you all know it. I try to tell you as much as possible. I probably, no, I think I do say it a lot. I should say it more. I think maybe I should go to the top of the hilltops and get one of those Viking. Things. None of this is possible without you guys. So I appreciate the hell out of all of you. You know how important you are to everything, I hope. I, if I don't show it, I will. I think I do. Yeah. But if I don't, I would try hell to show yeah. it even more next year. And uh, let's keep this thing rolling. And everybody that watches, the, the fucking YouTube thing that got emailed to me, there's no way that's real, right? <laughs> everybody makes up numbers. 5.7 billion minutes watched of people on our YouTube channel. Did you hear this? Oh, yeah. I saw the graphic that you put. Yeah, that's... Thank you all so much to spend your to spend your lives and allow us to be a part of your lives. We are so incredibly grateful for. We'll continue to do this show free 
for as long as we can, for as long as we think it serves a little bit of a mental vacation. We will make mistakes. We are obviously a dumb show. We try to cover things at a different angle. We try to celebrate sports as much as possible. And uh, I'm just very grateful for everybody and everything. That was a really cool thing that I got titled today. Normally, I would not care about this type of stuff. Normally, I would lose these types of things. But whenever you hear people you respect say nice things about you, you can't help but feel a little funny inside and maybe it's because i got a baby girl on the way and i'm about to have feelings i've never had before but i got a little sentimental reading that thing so i thank everybody for all of this fucking life that i get to live you all are the best humans on earth and uh yeah it's 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 a fucking joy of a life i think it's i thank you all so so much you too aj thank you buddy that's awesome man appreciate it. thank you and, and good luck this Hell weekend yeah. man we are pumped we'll see everybody on monday